7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easy idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide this September 10th, 2019, radio for humans and stuff. Uh, and of course, uh, joining me as always on the program, rain from four freedoms blog at Washington, DC, the beltway bureau, the bubble, the swamp. Hey, the swamp, the day before the day that changed everything. It's nine 11 Eve. It, yeah, it really is. Yeah. 18 years. Can you believe it? No, I really can't, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, we're still in Afghanistan. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Might bring Afghanistan to us. Um, We'll see. At least part of them. At least the worst part. Uh, And, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Ain't no party like a Scranton party, especially in Joe's clown car garage. Uh, Hi. (laughs) Uh, Oh. Uh, Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. The Mnuchin uh, 5000 uh, had a a technical glitch today. We'll we'll talk about (laughs) that later. Um, I'm sure he wouldn't want us to talk about it. Uh, Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, So, seriously, does Steve Mnuchin look like a guy that just, like, got done eating a really uh, sandwich just full of peanut butter and he can't quite close his mouth? There's something uh, something about him. It's like, you know, he looks like, you know, he's he just got done eating something real real, he, you know. He looks like tasty. he took hallucinogenics. No, I don't know if that's true or not. Like he looks uh, like uh, that guy not. on the beach who did yeah. mushrooms. <laughs> uh, actually not. He looks like somebody who just shit his pants and he doesn't want anybody to know. Uh, uh, absolutely not. So. Okay. <laughs> That, that that's un that 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 uh that's unedited. Uh, absolutely not. Um, if I've that's quite a stammer. So anyway, um, welcome to the show. We got a lot of things to talk about. Um, uh, welcome everybody in the chat room and and whatnot. Uh, uh happy belated birthday to Ken Senior. His birthday was yesterday, and. Everybody give Dad a big congratulations because he graduated his physical therapy and got the certificate and everything. So I'm gonna give him. Uh, oh well, you know we should do. A, you know, we'll give him an amen. But I gotta find the upgraded amen. one too. Uh, I think we might need a little, little boogity amen for that too. So here we go. Hold In on. Jesus' name, boogity, boogity, boogity. Uh, <laughs> so congratulations, congratulations, Dad! Uh, and he might share his uh, certificate in the chat room uh, as well. He sent oh. me a picture of it. If uh, if he doesn't uh, can't grab it, I'll I'll uh, load it for him. But yeah, so 
Um, and uh, yeah, Adam says Steve Mnuchin looks like an oversized ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. so anyway, I wonder where you put your hand. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, yeah, I don't, I, well, no, no, uh, I, I, you know, I bet somebody wouldn't want you to put their hand inside. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, okay. Maybe. So anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, welcome to the show. Um, and, uh, the big, big story tonight is, uh, John Bolton got fired but did he well that was the big story is uh the resignation letter that bolt bolton's uh, allegedly said well you know what here here we've got some we got some audio from from fox news everybody thank mm-hmm. god thank god for fox news yeah we need to uh, i haven't played the thank god for fox news thing so uh let me see um Man, it's like old, old, uh, yeah, here we go. The uh, old home week. Uh, Thank know. God for Fox News. Oh, it's not the one. <laughs> it's not um, the one. So that was sort of sad, Kenny. It was. This is, here, so, let's bro, see. You kick a little rock. It's not the yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I so, did. Everything Thank God for Fox News. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That makes me feel better. Ding. Yeah, dong. So, <laughs> all right. So today on Outnumbered, uh, they were discussing the firing. Of, again, was it a firing of John Bolton? And boy, let me just say this: this shit makes me real happy. You know, because it's my Let favorite fight. Come quick, gross old man fight. Uh so. <laughs> Yes, uh, two gross old men fighting, uh, <laughs> John Bolton and Donald Trump. But yeah, so here is a fo- the, how, how the, the story unfurled a little bit on, on Fox is outnumbered with Brian Kilmeade today. And uh, this is, I forget the name of the host, but whatever. She's talking about it too. They're all reading from their phones. In case people are just joining us at, at 12.15 p.m. Eastern and on the other coast, maybe just getting their first cup of coffee at work, uh, the president has just fired his national security advisor. His tweet, I informed John Bolton last night that his services are no longer needed at the White House. I disagreed strongly with many of his suggestions. So there's that list, Brian. We don't know what's on it, but it's it's you know strong and long, as did oh. others in the administration. Ew. And therefore, I asked John for his resignation, which was given to me this morning. I thank John very much for his service. I will be naming a new national security advisor. Uh, and then, of course, we heard from um, the just fired John Bolton saying that no, it didn't actually play out that way. Well, John, uh, John I offered just, to resign last yeah. night, and President Trump said, "Let's talk about it tomorrow." Yeah. John Bolton well, just texted me. Oh, just now okay. he's watching. Can you and read it? He, yeah, he said, uh, "Let's be clear." I resigned, and I said, "Do you mind if I say that while you were talking?" And he wrote, "Yes." So John Bolton has just told me, texted me, to said, "I resigned." 
Okay. So he answered, yes, yes. go ahead. Yes, not go yes, ahead and said it because I did not want to say that. For all the obvious just reasons. Right. Right. So John Bolton has just answered the president's tweet uh, by saying, why, yes, why are we that. doing this? Like, why are we say- I know why we're doing it. It's a talk show. Right. Breaking news. But why are they doing it? Why, why are we seeing this play one against the other almost in terms of, you know, what the narrative is? Is it important or is it just that the president has moved on and he's going to hire a new national security advisor? Well, I mean, I mean that's the news, right? right? Put it this way. If anyone leaves a position and you think, OK, you shake hands with the CEO and say, thanks for my time here. And they come out and said, I fired him or I let him. I said, I want your resignation. You'd want to correct the record. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any angst. Let me just correct the record. I resigned. And the president just tweeted out prior to that, yeah. I asked, asked him for his resignation. So I think that you, you have a lot of people with a lot of pride, a lot of experience that said it matters the way I ended. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, Aye. but who cares? You know, because I fucking hate John Bolton and I fucking hate Donald Trump. Who cares who looks bad in all this? They, they both look bad and they're slapping each other. They're a little doing a slap fight. Yeah, but something Jeez. something is weird. I don't get what's going on. I don't care if he got fired or if he resigned. What what I do find very interesting is that at one o'clock this afternoon, according to everybody, John Bolton was supposed to have a presser with Steve Mnuchin. That's right. About an executive order, and um, so I, I don't. I'm I'm very con- I'm confused about it because if if he resigned then maybe he resigned this morning. Yep. Yeah. If you if you read Aaron Blake's uh, column in the Washington Post, that's yes. exactly that's exactly yeah. what he's saying. He said, there's here's, photo here's, evidence that he you know. Right here here's the thing. Last night, right? They this morning at eleven o'clock. They. Uh, announced that he would be appearing with Mnuchin and uh, and Pompeo at that news conference at 11 o'clock this morning. Now, last night, Trump's story is, well, last night he fired him. Well, if you fired the guy last night, why this morning did your press office tell us he was going to appear with the other two at the press conference? Exactly. Something's really weird with this. I mean, well, I'm used but if to you them follow, lying. If but... you follow... Bolton's story, Bolton said, no, he told the president he was going to resign last night. The president said, let's talk about it tomorrow. Okay, and then he slept on it and decided, yes, he was resigning and gave them the letter this morning. That makes more sense because it fits with the press office's actions. Yeah. Well, the press office is really terrible at updating things. Sure. By saying Bolton is not going to be at the presser. Well, uh, well, they you, said Bolton was going to be at the presser at 11 o'clock this morning, according to Aaron Blake. So that, that bolsters Bolton's story that he's the one that pulled the it's, trigger. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple is that Trump lies about everything and he wants to seem like he has the upper hand and he's the winning guy every time. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's really anything about it except that, you you know, if, if he quit... Trump would be considered, you know, that would be a weakness, you know. Oh, he quit because, um, um, you know, I mean, anyway, that's oh, so fucking stupid, you know, it, because again, what did he lie about? I mean, he lied about something yesterday that was just like, of course he did, because it was absolute nothing, but he still had to lie about it. I don't even remember what it was, 
But there was something he lied about yesterday that was like completely inane and, and pointless to lie about. But he lied about it. So he's just going to lie about everything. You know? So... Go ahead, go ahead, why 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 would you lie about a hurricane? Well, yeah, <laughs> like, but there was something well, else I mean, I mean, too. The whole... There was something else yesterday, but I'll find it. Um, oh, I'll find it. <laughs> I, the thing is, with Bolton gone, I can't stand Bolton. I mean, a lot of people our age remember Bolton from the Bush years. There's a lot of people who are like 30 years and under who don't remember him from the Bush years. You know, they don't remember him. What an awful, awful person he is. I sort of feel like he's not going to find anybody better in the NSA position. And and my prediction is, we'll see, we'll see. But I kind of have a feeling that, and they, they were mentioning this on MSNBC today, and I, I think this could happen. I have a feeling that Pompeo is going to not just be the Secretary of State, he's also going to be the NSA person, just like Kissinger was. Especially yeah. after you listen, especially after you listen to, and I know Ken, you've got the audio for that, that presser between Mnuchin and Pompeo. I think that this was a consolidation of power between those two dudes. Yeah, and that that should scare everybody. Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, and you know, and they were giddy, they were gleeful about they were. every time they talked about Bolton. And um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's quite stunning. But um, let me um, here. Let me uh, let me play the first part of the the press conference today. Well, this it's it's the first part I recorded because this is when they started asking. All the questions are basically about Bolton's firing. Did John Bolton fire, get fired, or did he quit, and did he leave the White House because he disagreed with you in particular over talks with the Taliban? So last night the President asked for Ambassador Bolton's resignation. As I understand it, it was received this morning. Was it because of this disagreement? Oh, go ahead. Yes, ma'am, in the back. Go ahead, Terry. Was it because of this disagreement? I'll, I'll, I'll leave to the president to talk about uh, the reasons he made the decision. But I, but I would say this. The president's entitled to the staff that he wants at, at, at any moment. This is a staff person who works directly for the president of the United States, and he, he should have people that he trusts and values and whose uh, efforts and judgments benefit him in delivering American foreign policy. It's what, uh, as cabinet member Secretary Mnuchin, I try and do each and every day. And when the president makes a decision like this, he's well within his rights to do so. So... Basically, what they're saying is he has every right to find lapdogs who will do exactly what he says or whatever his mind has been poisoned by, by the people who've dug in their claws, people like Mnuchin and people like Pompeo who aren't going anywhere because they know they're going to get even more rich and more powerful than they already are. And Mnuchin is pretty fucking rich. Hmm. So, yeah, he oh, he made his money on the housing crisis. Oh, yeah, closure. Sure, and then he he was a Hollywood producer. He produced a lot of movies I enjoy, actually, which sucks. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh yeah, here here's the lie from yesterday that it, Trump will lie about anything. Uh, Trump says he doesn't know primary challengers be- challengers before criticizing them with very specific specific attacks. Says he didn't know who Mark Sanford was. Attacked him with specific attacks. Bill Weld attacked him. Joe Walsh attacked him. I don't know him. I don't even know who they are, he said. 
I don't know him. I don't know him. And then he attacked yeah, he them specifically. Him. I mean, there's nothing he won't lie about. So, but yeah, that's basically what it is. You know, okay, uh, we hate, it is well established. We and everybody else listening to the show, we hate uh, Michael. Well, <laughs> uh, Michael Bolton, I don't hate. I'm just not a fan of his huh. music. John Bolton. I liked I liked him and I liked his character in the movie. Well, there you go. And then Office Space. So. <laughs> Office Space. I think Michael Bolton yeah. was awesome. Yeah. We're the man of a woman. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. So, you know, just to be clear, we do not like Bolton. We're not siding with Bolton in any of this. I just want to be absolutely clear. Um, but what is going on is Bolton has a completely different agenda. He has the neocon agenda. We don't like neocons, right? And we don't like Trump cultists. So I don't know how anybody ever thought that that was going to be a good mix because the neocons hate the Trump cultists and Bolton. I don't even know why he would have agreed to take the job. Because he should have known. I mean, how many... He was in there, what, 72 Scaramucci's? Was he in there 72 Scaramucci's? Is that what it was? I think 72, 75. But I'd like to answer that. Because you basically said the same thing. What I'm going to say. Michael Bolton thought that he could get in there and... (laughs) You said it, too. (laughs) You said Michael Bolton. You said Michael Bolton. I did it. I did it. Oh, my God. Jeez. John Bolton. I get the hair confused with the mustache. Sure. But... But Pompeo and Mnuchin, so John Bolton thought he could come in there and put his, you know, manipulate Trump. Yeah. And I feel like Pompeo and Mnuchin are the ones who are winning the hand of manipulating Trump. And this is the biggest problem with this entire White House is that he Trump is not running the White House. Everybody is running their own gig. Mm-hmm. And and the ones that figure out how to manipulate Trump are the ones that win. Look at Kellyanne Conway. Why is she still there? I don't know, but now and then there's that book that's out too Does about. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It, but it, but in, to to your point, there's that book that's out too about how Jared and um, Ivanka are trying to you know force their agenda, and and Trump's getting pissed off and saying they just seem like a bunch of New York liberals, you know. Well. Um, and which boy they could have fooled me um but keep in keep in mind and i and i mean this sincerely in the past six weeks and this is not an easy thing to say trump's um he's declining oh. his, his mental you know condition is really declining yeah because I mean, well, just like the lie he made about you know the one that i talked about yesterday the, the lie he made i mean why? Why mm-hmm. would you make that lie? What, what? What's the point of making that lie? I just think that, you know, at this point, he's just, you know, he's so impaired that it doesn't matter what comes out of his mouth to him anymore, you know, because there's no filter. So, right. not like there ever was much of one. Anyway, uh, let's get to the next clip because I they got a lot of these clips. Um, Pompeo Mnuchin. Uh, part two can you describe your working relationship with john bolton uh as it was today and also does this 
does his departure make it easier for you to do your job and for the administration to accomplish the president's foreign policy agenda? Look, I, I, I don't talk about the inner workings of how, how this all goes. We, we all give our candid opinions. There were many times Ambassador Bolton and I disagree. That's to be sure. Uh, but that's true for lots of lots of people who, with whom I interact. My, my mission oh, set is sure, always sure. to make sure, as I run the Department of State, is to deliver America's diplomacy and to work with the team, whether it's the Treasury or the President's staff, to make sure we get good outcomes. I, I, don't, I, don't, I know everyone's talked about this for an awfully long time. There were definitely places that Ambassador and I, Bolton and I, had different views about how we should proceed. Sorry. Is it um, now possible to see some uh, less hawkish Russian Iranian relations open the path for the president to meet with Rouhani? I, I would say Secretary Pompeo and myself and the president are completely aligned on our maximum pressure campaign. I think you know we've done more sanctions on Iran than anybody, uh, and it's absolutely no. working. Now, the president has made clear he, he's happy to take a meeting with no preconditions, but we are maintaining the maximum pressure campaign. For clarity on this, can you foresee a meeting between President Trump and the Iranian leader later this month surrounding the United Nations? Sure. Would the president support that, and do you support that action? The president's made very clear he's prepared to meet with no preconditions. Wow. Un unbelievable. Did did you two find it disturbing when I think it was I don't know if it was Pompeo or Mnuchin who said um, Pompeo, Mr. Pompeo, I think it was Mnuchin. It doesn't matter. But when he they they mentioned Pompeo, Mnuchin, and the president, third, saying that the three of us are completely in alignment. I found that really disturbing. Because it made it sound to me as though Mnuchin and Pompeo are making it clear that we've got the president where we want the president. That's the that's what I took when I heard it live this afternoon. And I found that really bothersome. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's really bothersome is how we've gotten down to only sycophants in the White House. There is nobody. He has replaced everybody with somebody who will just say, yes, yeah. that's a genius idea. Yeah, and, and that's what he's going to do for a national security advisor. He's just going to get another, if it's not Pompeo, it's just going to be another yes man. That that's goes that goes to my point is though Pompeo and Mnuchin are basically, yes, they are the sycophants, but they're the sycophants who say we've got Trump where we want him mm -hmm. as opposed to almost anybody else in the White House at this point. That's that's my takeaway from this, and I find it really, really bothersome. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole administration is bothersome. I, 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 Joe, the, they were the, smiling at this presser today. I know. The Nobody giggling, should be smiling laughing. at the fact that our NSA director was fired, even if well, it well, is a shithead like Bolton. Well, sure. Sure, because they won. <laughs> and Bolton's out. Um, yeah. The, the, the corruption in this this administration, the the, the the chaos, the chaos should frighten everybody. We have no foreign policy. We have a guy that's that's running foreign policy in the country like he ran his his uh, businesses well, by the seat of his pants and into the ground. Here's the thing, I, I keep and this is something that's been floating around in my head ever since the announcement today. John Bolton was fired because John Bolton was pro, wasn't pro was pro-Taliban enough. 
And think about that for a minute. Yeah. Because John Just, Bolton was the one yeah. who basically said you shouldn't have the meeting at Camp David. I agreed with him on that, especially this week, the week of 9 11. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ha- yeah. I mean, seriously, what fucking maniac. You know, uh, really? We're going to have the Taliban on American soil the week of 9 11. You going to take him down That's to Mar a Lago? You going to take him down to Mar a Mar- Lago? Take him. Take them to New York at the. Sure. Uh, oh the yeah, so, yeah. Go, go right, right to the spot with them. Show them what they did. So oh, where here, are? Uh, my question before we go to the break. My question is, hey, all you conservatives out there, Fox News, Sean Hannity, especially you, Sean Hannity, and all you other ugly opinion show hosts out there who are all freaking out about the lie about the Ground Zero Mosque. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And where's Camp David? Camp David is... Um, it's in Maryland. Maryland. Not that far from New York. Why not just bring the actual... It's not that far from D.C., by the way. Yeah, Just yeah. don't forget, the, the Pentagon got hit. There you go. There you go. So, you know, the all all of them were freaking out, lying about the Ground Zero Mosque that wasn't a mosque and it wasn't a Ground Zero. Uh-huh. Just so they could be a bunch of bigots. And then you have Sean Hannity. Trump blows the dog whistle and Hannity humps the furniture. Um, Jeez. fucking Hannity out there says, the, uh, the, um, uh, let me see. Here, let me um, let me go to this. Uh, Hannity defends Trump strategy on Taliban talks from media mob. Oh, the media mob is being mean to poor old fat Johnny for bringing terrorists over close to 9-11. Josh oh Feldman God. over on media. And it says... Uh, uh, it says Fox News Hannity uh, depend- defended the Fat Donnie strategy on talks with the Taliban from the media mob. Trump called off a meeting with Taliban leaders at Camp David after the Taliban took credit for an attack in Kabul that killed a U.S. soldier. The- oh, so that was that was the tipping point. It wasn't you know the, the whole 9/11 thing or anything. Um, the, you know, just one guy, not three thousand. Uh, there's been a lot of criticism over the idea of Taliban. The Taliban leaders were invited uh, to Camp David. Uh, at all, including from some Republican lawmakers and Fox's Jesse Waters. Jesse Waters, his heart grew thor- four times that day. Um, oh, so it, it's the size of a pea. Yeah, exactly, or a BB. Um, it didn't change color though. It's still, it's still, uh, still green. Uh, Hannity said, uh, said. Uh, Trump has been criticized by the media mob, predictably so, for considering any in-person talks. But as Trump has stated many times, he believes in open dialogue and always look for peaceful solutions to long-standing conflicts, blah, 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 blah. And then he went and he humped the fucking Davenport and he played a clip of Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill was not a terrorist. Oh, my God. Well... I'm, let's see. It's tw- let's see. Imagine this. 2014. Uh, he wants to end the war in Afghanistan. So President Obama invites the Taliban to Camp David. Yeah, that would never happen. And 
Fox News would say, yeah, that's a great idea. He's yeah. just trying everything to make peace. Sure, sure. Well, the you know, of course, it, tr- o- Obama was already a terrorist. Can you know? Uh, the, oh, the terrorist fist bump on Fox News that did get somebody fired, but it didn't. You know, stop Sarah Palin saying, "Oh, oh, happy divorce, Sarah." <laughs> nice lady, Sarah Palin thing, said. The big thing that a lot of people aren't mentioning is that while this administration was in talks with the Taliban. Um, they were not in talks with the actual government of Afghanistan. Palling around with terrorists. Palling around with terrorists. Literally. Literally. The Taliban is still considered terrorists. Not the Weather Underground who blew up a fucking statue. Jesus Christ. I mean, seriously. You're palling around with terrorists, don't you know? Oh, you're going to be palling around with some kind of dating app from now on, Sarah. Good this would luck. be like bringing freaking ISIS to Camp David. Well, they would well, be like bringing Osama bin Laden to the White House. Uh, exactly. I mean, Jesus. I mean, they're the ones that that, exactly. that covered for him. That's where they launched the attack. I mean, Jesus. And and why are we even negotiating with the Taliban? No reason. No why are reason. We negotiating with the government of Afghanistan. Exactly. About security measures after we leave. This is what I'm saying. We can trust John the Bolton Taliban. was fired because he wasn't pro-Taliban enough. And that says something about Pompeo, Mnuchin, Trump, and everybody else who supports him in this administration. Well, they don't have Th- funny they are Middle not East. Denouncing they, don't have, this. they don't have funny Arab sounding names, so it's okay, right? That's that's the reason. So you remember all the Muslim Brotherhood lies and all that shit, and how oh, yeah. Obama's helping to you know build the caliphate, Blah, you know, just all that nonsense just because he was scary and he was brown. And now we were talking about having a little little tea and biscuits with the terrorist at Camp David, and Sean Hannity's like, "Yes, sir, I'll help the furniture for you, sir. Where would you like me to squirt?" Uh, Man, sorry. This story bothers me so much. Oh, uh, well, we're gonna, con- yeah, we'll we'll talk about that more later. But we gotta we gotta run to the break, and I got more of the the Pompeo, uh, pompous ass Pompeo and uh, Munchin Mnuchin coming up. Munchin and- Mnuchin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> carpet, <laughs> the carpet Mnuchin. So, <laughs> so <laughs> no. Um, break time. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real 
real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is what you play if your boss is a jerk. This is what you play when you on the way to work. This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air listener, I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, Mnuchin, get out of here. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, of course, joining me as always on the program, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hi there, pal. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble Land of Parties. You can't fire me. I quit. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me lie about it. Um, oh my yeah. god! Fucking I, a! Just do you nothing. guys ever just get tired? Oh, yeah. all, all, all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. I go out and pull, I go out and pull weeds. <sighs> I wonder, wonder if Mnuchin gets tired. Uh, uh, absolutely not. So, um, as long as you put a lithium cell in him, he'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go ahead and. Uh, I'm sorry, I said carpet munchin too. Uh, I it, it I know that's a that's like a slur, but I didn't think of it as one, you know. So you know, I apologize. Um, uh, it was rude. Uh, so anyway, um, in uh, and it doesn't really even make sense for him. I'm just trying to come up with a dumb nickname for him. And anyway, um, the the robot thing seems to work for him much better, right? Right, Steve? Uh, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and get back to this press conference. Uh, uh, the first time the White House briefing room has been press briefing room has been used in a while, right? Oh, I wonder who dusted it out. <sighs> I don't even know. Uh, but anyway, here's part three of the giddy the giddy press conference with Pompeo Mnuchin. Quickly on the original guidance for this briefing. <laughs> Bolton was on the guidance to be here. So were you two blindsided by what occurred today? That he's no longer with the administration? Was it news to you today? Because last night you were told he would be here today. Yeah, I'm never surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you. And and I don't mean that on just this issue. Um, And and I think Uh, Secretary uh, Mnuchin would say the same thing. We we work very closely with the president. Uh, And listen to this, because Pompeo goes ahead and just speaks for Mnuchin a couple times here, because he's like, I think Mnuchin would say the same thing. United States, we, I, I think we have a pretty good understanding of how he's thinking about things. Uh, I think you'd agree, Stephen, at, at nearly all times. And so, um, you know, we our, our, mis- our mission sets not to talk about these inner workings in the palace intrigue that I know you are so curious about, yeah, but, ra- but, but rather to talk about the things that, that matter to American foreign policy. But did you- I, 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 I would just add that people who knew should know and don't 
get into, you know, the administrative things of a notice went out because yesterday was So he's just double-checking Mnuchin's programming there. It's uh, apparently that... Uh, yeah, so uh, you know we pretty During much know how the time bothers we, me even more. Did I play it? Oh, oh, I did. Oh, okay. I, I, I listened to it live. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but I the, the part, live, but the part this when he said, "I don't think that you guys need to get into the palace intrigue." Mm-hmm. Well, I I pretty much know how Trump is thinking at all times too, and I'm not in the White House, and that is, I will think whichever way somebody strokes my ego the right way thinks mm-hmm. if you if you're good to me i'll do what you want because he doesn't have an original fucking thought in his head on how to get anything done all of his campaign promises were lies you know it's like you know and now he's gutting the military like nobody before to try and you know get the wall built it's like he can't do it with taxpayer dollars so you know the revered the the holy sanctimony of the military that the gop appears to have that's out the window. So that's all a lie. Repeal R- Obamacare. That was a lie. You know, basically, he just went out and he said a bunch of shit that he knew he couldn't get done because he didn't have an idea on how to get it done. And then because it doesn't get done, what does he do? He blames Democrats or finds somebody else, somebody more, uh, you know, with a more or equally sick and depraved mind that knows government better than he does. To, to go in and, you know, I don't know, maybe stop a middle school from being built on a military base that's been promised for for years. Adam Hebert knows yep. what I'm talking about. Um, you know, uh, uh, I mean, that's all it is, is he, he just the most depraved people are taking advantage of his ego. And that's basically what Mnuchin and Pompeo just said there. We pretty much know how he's thinking at all times. Yep. He's thinking... You better be nice. You better be good. You better give me, you know, pad my fucking fragile ego. You know, patch my patch up my thin skin. You know. And isn't that the biggest? I mean, I know, I know, we all know this, but it's still it's important to repeat it time and time again. This is one of the biggest problems: is that you have people like Mnuchin, Pompeo, pretty much everybody in this administration who put Trump over country. They put Trump over mm-hmm. over country. I can't even say party because it, it's Trump over country. And as much as I hate Bolton, well, it, it seems as though Bolton wasn't going to play that game. Yeah. And, and, you know, there are people who wouldn't put Trump over country who are still in the party, you know, who, who consider themselves, you know, the the Rick Wilsons and the oh Steve Schmidt. He God damn it! He doesn't consider himself a Republican anymore. Oh, Rick okay. Wilson does not. Okay, well I I don't blame him because you know I mean if uh, if if Donald Trump had taken over the Democratic Party, I would have been like fuck you, I'm gone. Oh, oh yeah. I am oh, yeah. gone. You know. So first of all, he was a perfect fit for the Republican Party. He was the id to their super ego yeah uh-huh. really yeah that that was it i mean he uh, they just what they didn't what they thought but wouldn't talk about he he set out in the open mm-hmm. you know well, and, you're and, right and and, and he mean, is just just the id to their super ego I and that's it 
This is the thing, Joe. I mean, I was thinking about this earlier today and yesterday when we found out about Sarah Palin's, you know, Todd saying, I want a divorce from her because now I'm incompatible. And I kept thinking, John McCain picked her. And then after Barack Obama was elected, suddenly we had the Tea Party mm-hmm. and then the Freedom Caucus. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, this is not talked about enough. This isn't just Sarah Palin's fault. This is the yeah. fault of the entire, the entire institution of the Republican Party oh. for not pulling pulling this back. Yeah. The Tea Party was inherently racist. John Boehner. Donald Trump is. Yeah. Racist. John yeah, Boehner. Don, John Boehner left. John. No. 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 John Boehner and Eric Cantor. Yeah. Were responsible back in the day for propping up. You know, I remember. McCarthy. Uh, Don't forget that? McCarthy. He was right. Kevin McCarthy was right there with those two. Yeah, and but you know, uh, but uh, I'm just saying that the power players, you know, those two being the big power players back in the day, they were there all along, propping up the the Freedom Caucus, and or, or well, I'm sorry, not the Freedom Caucus, but the Tea Baggers, um, oh, and yeah. and the Tea Baggers essentially were a slick rebranding of stuff like the John Birch Society and the Ku Klux yes. Klan. Yes, you know. Some of the and most all it took, all it took was you know in in 2015 was a very charismatic, slick, snake oil salesman mm-hmm. whose name is Trump, to manipulate it because that's what that's what narcissists do they manipulate. Well, when Trump was joking around, you know, uh, getting in on the election, you know, uh, you know the first go around um, in 2008. There were, I, I had audio, and I lost it since. I wish I could find it, but I can't find it on the internet anywhere. But there were a bunch of John Birch Society people saying, we love Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. I mean, you know, and it was it was crazy because he really wasn't even uh, considered. So that it's been, Trump has, has kind of grown, like, you know, from a tiny maggot into a, you know, a fly the size of Texas within the party because of you know the the enabling of these racist groups and again they were disguised they became the freedom caucus i mean they were there were literal fucking nazis on the republican ballot and what was that yeah. was that illinois because you know illinois nazis um <laughs> uh, so um and uh yeah and you know there's one thing i hate it's uh, it's those guys uh, this you know illinois nazis i hate illinois nazis i hate them all really but um but yeah you're right this is you know obama got in and then you know palin was you know i mean if shit shucking and jiving and palling around with terrorists uh-huh. and you know, all of her, her, it wasn't even a dog whistle. It was the warning bell, old Sarah Palin warning bell. We all, and we all saw it. You know, the thing that makes me really sad is that we hear us on this show, people who listen to this show, pretty much every good goddamn liberal and Democrat saw it. And it's so frustrating because we were trying to sound the alarm bells. And instead of people listening, we were called extremists, mm-hmm. libtards, um, communists, socialists, of, communists, all kinds of names. And now here we are. And this is this is the bad place. Yeah. The warning bell. 
I know there's a lot of people out who out there who hate that. This um, this is why I, I I hate the uh, the people that go on MSNBC or CNN and say, "Well, this isn't the party," and you know the, the Republican Party isn't. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh yeah, and, it and is. Don't try to and don't try to rehabilitate it. You know, all these people that think that they can rehabilitate the Republican Party and that they you know like uh, Kasich out in Ohio, uh-huh. you know like like oh I and the I, no no. This is the Republican Party. Let us never forget the Republican Party nominated Donald Trump. They the rolled Party, over for him. The, the Republican Party has enabled Donald Trump's presidency, as corrupt as it is. Uh-huh. This is the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. You weren't something different before. You just hit it better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think it's important to point out a, a man named Lee Atwater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who didn't he work? He was Reagan's communications director. Yes, he was. Yeah, I, and so I, he was the one who originally said we can't use the N word anymore, so we have to disguise it. Yeah, this has been the Republican Party for a yeah, long absolutely. time. Absolutely, absolutely. And Donald Trump's, uh, uh, you know, the nomination of Donald Trump basically was was an olive branch to all these extremist groups to support him. You know, that's why yeah. David Duke endorsed him. I mean, that's why the Klan was so happy. That's why Nazis were happy. That's why white nationalists were happy. That's why, you know, the John Birch Society people, you know, every last one of them. That's why the NRA. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, I'm, well, you know, NRA doesn't care. They love every Republican for the most part. But, um, but you know, this, this unholy unity from them simply just rolling over, rolling over uh, and, and saying, look, you know, when the Access Hollywood tape came out, they could have said, you know what? We can't have yeah. you. We can't have you here. You yeah. know, you're, you're on tape talking about abusing women, and we stood up and we said that, you know, it was wrong that Clinton had an extramarital affair, and here you are bragging about assaulting women. We can't have you here. But they have no fucking conscience, so that's what they did. They're just like, well... I guess we can just turn it around and say, oh, you libtards didn't care about Clinton. Why should you care now? That's pretty much what the, you know. And, yeah, and, it, it's really disgusting because yeah. we did care about Clinton. However, Absolutely. Like he felt like it wasn't a, um issue of national security. Exactly. And I didn't excuse it, but I, I feel like... I was like, livid. I was livid. I feel, yeah, I it just... I, I don't know how else to put it, but it just seems like this party and his supporters and Trump supporters care nothing about power, either real or imagined. His supporters, they are, they have imagined power. Yeah. It's they fake do. power. They do. Well, well, go what, ahead, Joe, and then we've got to get back to the audio. Okay, what they have is, is, is something very simple. He has enabled, he said it's okay for you to be the miserable racist that you are mm-hmm. out in the open. Yeah. You don't have to hide it anymore. You don't you don't have to be part of polite society anymore. You could do what I do. Exactly. Yeah. But, but they yeah, and then a lot of them end up in jail. Yeah. yeah whatever. Which we see at at least once a month a Trump supporter uh, goes to jail. Yeah. Well, that's one less voter. Um and uh all right, so here we go. Pompeo Mnuchin um, no wonder Trump wants criminal justice reform because, you know, look at all his fucking supporters. 
Um, ah. Pompeo Mnuchin, uh, part four. The White House says that, uh, Secret that National Security Advisor Bolton's foreign policy was not aligned with the, with the president's philosophy. How was it out of alignment? Well, I'll, I'll leave that to the to the White House to talk about. Other than to say, I think President Trump. I, I watched his campaign. I've now worked with him first as CIA director and now as Secretary of State. Uh, someone asked, uh, would, "Would the policy be different absent uh, any individual being here?" These have been the president's policies. Um, we give him our best no, wisdom. We share with him our our understanding. When I was intelligence director, we uh, did our best to make sure he had the facts and data available so he could make good decisions. Uh, but I don't think any leader around the world should make any uh, assumption that because some one of us departs, uh, that President Trump's foreign policy will change in a material way. The one thing I would just say, follow up, because the president's been very clear on this. The president's view of the Iraq war and Ambassador Bolton's was very different. The president's made that clear. That's a lie. Yeah, they just steamrolled uh, Mnuchin there, too. They just wouldn't let him finish talking. Um, yeah, so it, it's an absolute lie. The people who come and go, a good example of that, uh, Breitbart slime bag, uh, what's his name? Um, Bannon. Bannon. Yeah. It Bannon. changed. It, it it changed. I mean, not a ton. Trump is still Trump, but we know who he is because Trump... You know, he can't keep his fucking eye on the ball for anything. He can't stay focused on anything. You know, the wall is a barrier. They're decorative slats. They're, you know, popsicle sticks and, you know, scotch tape. I mean, you know, it's it's whatever. You know, oh, they, well, let's change the terminology. It doesn't need to be a wall. Or, you know, oh, well, I mean, it makes no sense. You know, because everything changes constantly because he's just, people are throwing spaghetti noodles at him and seeing which one sticks for the longest, you know? Well, the thing is, is I think I heard one person saying, I can't remember who said it, but I, it, it really struck a tone with me. It was somebody who said he's got so many airplanes in the air that nobody in this administration knows how to land any of the airplanes. So he's yeah. trying to just, he's throwing so much against the wall, hoping something will stick, and nothing is sticking. And he is just making things more chaotic and more dangerous. Mm -hmm. All of sure. his promises, all of his campaign promises, he can't... Failed. He can't focus on any of them because he's got so much stuff in the air. Joe, did you hear that today on MSNBC, by the way? Yep. So, did I... Did I represent it the right way because yes. i thought it was a really incredible way of stating made it. sense to me he doesn't know how to land an airplane he's got a bunch of airplanes in the air and he doesn't know how to land any of them his his whole his whole administration is now nothing but the trump organization on a national level mm -hmm. lackeys and we know how that turned out oh yeah mm. lackeys who, who are going to yeah. run shit into the ground Exactly. He has gotten rid of anybody who we even gave half a pass, like uh, McMaster and, and mm. Mattis. And, and, you know, the, the, these people at least uh, tried to be serious about what they were doing. I give Mattis credit. He didn't, he didn't praise Trump in that ugly cabinet meeting when everybody went mm. around uh, right. laying, uh, oh laying incense. Oh, my God, that thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's exactly that what he has terrible. left. Yeah, and now now they say 
<laughs> I like the way Nicole Wallace put this. Uh, we had season one today. We had season one, uh, one's uh, national security advisor in in court. We had season yeah. season two. McMaster was uh, w- he's on the phone with them since last fall, saying how he misses him mm. and asking him for advice. Season three's just been fired. What? Can't wait to see season four's uh, national weather, uh, national uh, uh, security yeah. advisor. All right, um, just to, uh, for time's sake, uh, one last clip. It's thirty seconds long, and this one, this is where Mnuchin has a malfunction. Uh, but Jim Acosta, everybody, he jumps in. Is this national security team a mess? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. That's the most ridiculous question I've ever heard of. Well, so, let me just say, the national security team, which is what you asked, consists of the. National Security Advisor, the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of State, myself, the Chief of Staff, and many others. Can so, you disagree with the President? Of course. I don't know if you caught that in there. Costa uh, asked, do you ever disagree with the President? And he said, of course. I think that's what happened there, but I don't know. Uh, 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 absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. Mnuchin so, is the head of the um, Commerce Department, right? No. That's Treas- uh, that's Wilbur Ross. All right. What is Mnuchin again? Treasury. Treasury. Okay. He's the Treasury cap. He's a cabinet yeah. member. Treasury, right? Yeah. Wilbur Ross is, is also the super czar. So. <laughs> is. Joe, is. The Treasury part of the national security? Yeah. Because okay. they, they, they control yeah, they would sit in the and they would sit on the National Security Council. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many acting cabinet members do we have? How many? Yeah. All of them. I don't. <laughs> the reason why, All of them. No, I'm not trying to be a smartass about this, but he's like, so, you know, the, the NSA director, which we have an acting NSA director, um, and he mentioned, you know, Pompeo and, and himself, and well, uh, and then he said others, and all I could think of was, how many acting members of of national security do we have? All of them. So That's bothersome. Uh, and he absolutely not. that over. He made it sound like it was not a big deal. Yeah. Well, so anyway, that was the presser today, and uh, they were giddy, they were gleeful. So we know that the manipulators in the sycophants, the lapdogs uh, for Trump, the the ones again, the manipulators. They are the manipulators. They are those guys. Those guys are the president. And Bolton's yeah, not. Yeah, the neocons aren't um, neoconservative enough for this administration. Yeah. So, and we'll get more into that proposed Camp David meeting with terrorists, palling around terrorists, don't you know? Well, now that you know, uh, you know, maybe Sarah Palin will uh, take a little siesta and come uh, grace us with her presence in the lower forty-eight. Uh, maybe she could be on a new, uh, you know, who wants to date a psychopath? Um, reality show. You know she's been. Oh, I bet. Sure, have been Jones and to get on another TV show, don't you know? 
Now that Todd's out of the way, I can really shine. You betcha. Oh. Oh, please. He's riding his snow machine into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. Somebody well, said today, only Donald Trump could make us miss John Bolton. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is... That is really weird. Well, I I don't miss him. That's I don't true. miss him at all. It's just the the what we're seeing going on now. Yeah. Because no, right. I don't well, I think fucking that's miss what him. They mean. Yeah, right. yeah. The, yeah. I, I mean, it's, that, it's, this is just a a, a a manifestation of the chaos that our government is in. It's it's the same thing as only Trump. Trump makes me miss George Bush. Only Trump could distract. Only Trump could distract from Sarah Palin's divorce not being the number one story in the nation. I think that's why he fired Bolton to distract us from the divorce. To save old poor Sarah. Oh, what the hell? Uh, Anyway, (laughs) all right, we got to run to the break. Uh, Absolutely not. It's not your show, buddy. It's my show. We're going to the break, Mnuchin. Mnuchin (laughs) five thousand. Uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with anything. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. Listen, learn, read on at IndieMediaWeekly.com. Huzzah! And now, on with the show. Steve, very strong, he going rogue. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. (laughs) We don't sit on our thumbs. Yeah, we don't sit on our thumbs, uh, although maybe that's why Todd's getting a divorce. We don't sit on our thumbs. Maybe he wanted to sit on somebody's thumb. Uh, so <laughs> No more pussyfooting around. Nope. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show, the Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, Radio for Humans, September 10th, 2019. Uh, welcome back, uh, and, uh, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. All right, good luck to you. So. (laughs) I, 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 thoughts and prayers to Todd and Sarah, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city where uh, one thing I know for sure what Joe speaks. Speak American. Yeah, <laughs> I do. And poor Todd, poor Todd. Oh, poor Todd. 
Of course, oh, oh, she would also have another nickname for you, Joe. Joe Sixpack. Yeah. That's me. Joe, Joe the plumber. That's me. Sure. Joe Sixpack. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm my, happy uh, from talk. Taliban pictures, so everybody can share that. Oh yeah, there you go. I'm happy for, I'm happy for Todd Palin. I, I am. If he was not happy, he was in an unhappy relationship. Sure. Honest to God, I don't have to like Todd Palin. I don't have to like the family, but if he's doing what's best for him, good for him. He he very strong, he going rogue. Steve, very strong, he going rogue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't he didn't he get beat up by his son? Uh yeah. Yeah. I mean Suck yeah, it enough's up, enough. Cupcake. <laughs> just I mean, back in back in the Palin years, I just remember all these stories and Todd Palin always just seemed like the guy was like, Yeah, I got nothing. Splody my, my heads keep exploding. I think the reason. I think the reason. I think the reason he he finally left her was that they were having sex, and she says, "Can I call you Joe?" Splody oh God! Heads. <laughs> Splody heads. <laughs> Can I call you Joe? Mm, yeah, maybe. Hashtag never Trump. So, uh, oh wait, oh Sarah, did you really say that? Wow. That's not very good. The art of the dill. Oh, the art of the dill. I you do betcha. remember that. Guys and gals. For Tochka. <laughs> what was that? What hey, was you guys that? Is remember that some it? Kind of Polish dish? For <laughs> yes, Tochka. <laughs> I think a yeah. lot about Department of Energy, and if I were um, head of that, I'd get rid of it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, well, anything you were the head of, I'd get rid of. Oh, what a reality show that would be. Yuck, yuck. <laughs> but, uh. It... <laughs> she had a reality show, didn't she? Uh, she had. Sarah Palin's Alaska? Yeah. Who <laughs> <Yeah>. could. <laughs> Gosh. That's right. She was in helicopter shooting wolves from the helicopter. <laughs> This is this is the one thing I I can't I can't forgive McCain for her I ah uh, um, Mr Murdoch you know the Fox <laughs> oh triple fingers for it is they who point a finger not really they have triple that amount of fingers pointing right back at him oh dear God <laughs> oh here here there's a good one. Little hockey wife from Wasilla, hockey mom, is there. Oh, was that man. her? Yeah, yeah. Little hockey wife from Wasilla. From <laughs> little hockey wife oh, from Wasilla, hockey mom, is there. Yeah. Her little her, her little from from sound would go would good with Mnuchin. Uh, go up. Mm. Uh, absolutely not. We yeah. don't sit on our thumbs. Oh, wait. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. But that's the noise you make when you sit on your thumbs. We don't. Oh wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or this? Uh, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know, Doc. Uh, the thumbs just got there. Uh, yeah. Fourteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. 
1400? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that one. That's yeah. right down the block. Oh my god, sure. that's the yeah. National Red Cross, isn't it? Uh, no, I think yeah. it's 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 a uh, Jersey Charters. Mike's. Jersey Mike's. No, I think I think no. it's Jersey Mike's. No, I'm, I'm pretty really, sure. I, I'm telling you, I think 1400 Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh my god. But it could be a Jersey Mike's, but I'm pretty sure it is. I think I I, I think I once had a had a Philly cheesesteak there once. Oh boy. Not sure. The yeah. only thing that stops a bad guy with a nuke is a good guy with a nuke. Effing retards. Damn it. We uh-huh. were frogs in the pot during those years, weren't we? Mm-hmm. I so. can't believe how much Palin stuff I had. No, I can believe it. We were uh, frogs yeah. in the pot. Oh, oh, how about this one? This is good. Howard! You're an idiot! <laughs> no. oh. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, yeah, so Todd and Sarah, 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 so they're split. It's a split. <laughs> um, well, what is this? Slingdingers on patrol? Well, this is what? From the magicians who brought you Slingers and Slingers to Slingdingers on patrol. So, <laughs> I don't know why that's in with Palin stuff, but it sounds like something <laughs> she'd say, I guess. Um, Oh, yeah, here. God bless some of the United States of America. Oh, that, that's okay, Tina, that was Tina, Tina Fey. Fey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I can I'll, see Russia from my house. I'll be done with this in a second. I just want to... Uh, Trump's candidacy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic. Uh, <laughs> let me see. What's what, what's this one? Just M. Fey. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but... Uh, <laughs> just M. <in> Fey. <laughs> She, there was lots of muttering going on. Um, yeah. Here, here's another mumble. Uh, here. No, same thing. Uh, That's Mnuchin, isn't it? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, absolutely not. Yeah. I love that guy. Suck it up, cupcake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh. Oh, <laughs> that was this guy. Bristol fucking paling it. Yes. <laughs> that was from Thongazi. <laughs> um, let me see. What's that? hoo I couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, God. I bet Charles Darwin never understood this. If the world could be described as truly survival of the fittest, why would people collectively be stricken with the spirit of generosity in December? What? We're on Christmas. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh well. Well, I think I, I think she's gone. You think she's gone forever from our national discourse? No. How long no. do you think until we find out she's on welfare? Well, let, let me let me tell you something. <laughs> Did a dog just use a squeaky toy as a, like a joke, like yes. a rib shot? Yes. 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 That was Earl. Cupcake. That was funny. Good job, Earl. Earl. Earl's like was, you know he's like that needs a rim shot. All right, go I ahead. was reminded of, of Sarah Palin and your question yesterday when I went for my uh, shingles shot. She's like shingles. <laughs> Once you have her, 
she forever lives in your nervous system. Jesus. <laughs> and could erupt at any time. Odd. She yeah. is the shingles of politics. Oh my god. You betcha! Yes. You betcha. <laughs> so we could say the shingles of politics. Yeah. He was like a golden wrecking ball. That she is. She came in like a wrecking ball. Right winging, bitter clinging, proud clingers. Oh, God. Oh, that's why I had the sling dingers. <laughs> that's what that was for. Uh, <laughs> you know how you get rid of those clingers, don't you? You got to have a bidet. Yeah, she sure. She doesn't know what a bidet is. She uh, knows benight. <laughs> it's the opposite of benight. Yeah, it's, bidet is the opposite. Right winging, bitter <laughs> clinging, proud clingers. No, I'm going to make this prediction. In five years, we are going to find out that she literally is on social services. Todd's going to be fine. I wouldn't be surprised. Todd's going to be fine. Her kids are going to be fine. Mark this day down, September 10th. Mischief's going on. I don't think she's well. Um... Oh, oh, wait, wait a second. Oh, this is great. This is great. I've got stuff from her one book where she talks about how the left sees faith and family as oppression. Many on the left see faith and family as oppressive, but the right sees them as indispensable. Oh, except for dad. (laughs) In In Bristol's multiple mates. Oh my yeah, god. Did, did Bristol ever get married again? She didn't, got uh, divorced. No, but they're they're putting the back seat of her Chevy in the Smithsonian. Oh good, good. Really, so Jim? yeah. <laughs> um, I think you're making that up. Huh? I think you're making that up, Joe. I I but it's my uh I suggested it. I put it on the Smithsonian's website that they put the <laughs> Okay, Joe. The back seat of Chevy. Effing retards. <laughs> here's the thing i i don't wish ill will i i i don't wish ill will on that entire family what oh. i hate what i hate is their hypocrisy i really hate their hypocrisy with like oh the left this the left that when they do and this is this is the same thing with the trumps and the trumpeters mm-hmm. you know they come after they come after people who consider themselves either democrat or liberal and say all of these things when they're the ones time and time again time and time again it's like you, you, you want to be Christian for a minute then don't throw stones oh my god <laughs> I'm a Republican <laughs> that was <laughs> that was from true blood Susan told me to get that back in the day um oh. yeah sorry uh, <laughs> i was like true blood sarah palin what and yeah uh but uh yeah and don't forget don't and we i'll tell you what the, our number one show ever was the palin brawl the thriller and wasilla um oh. yeah which you know that that show we had i think we had thousands of downloads on that which is just crazy oh. um yeah. but yeah the classic line Oh, it was it was a good fight. It was good. Yeah. Don't chuck, don't cuss. 
don't truck, don't cuss. Don't truck, don't cuss. <laughs> um, and the, you know, of course, Bristol's classic line: nothing but, uh, nothing on my face but beer and makeup. There's nothing on my face except That's... beer and makeup. Yeah. <laughs> And they take my mm-hmm. shoes. And they take my sunglasses. They take my shoes. They take my sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and then the thong dress. And the, don't forget the thong dress. And my thong dress in front of everybody. And my thong oh my God. dress. They took the yeah. back seat out of my Chevy. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Liberal failed uh, agenda views. <laughs> liberal failed agenda views liberal failed uh, agenda views why wouldn't anybody you know want to be with that for the rest of their lives he was with her for most of his life he, they were high school sweethearts and they called they, it puppy love but you know what's you know what's really sad right now the clips that you're playing as Sarah Palin mm-hmm. are more cohesive than Trump. True. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know. Oh, what a reality show that would be. Yuck, yuck. So, anyway. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Talk about the meat. Talk about the meat. Uh, talk about the meat. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah. So the, there, there we go. That's 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 what I got. Um, I, I there's probably more, but I'm not gonna bother. Um, but if I find some, you know, uh, I'll, I'll try and bring them to you because I have I have all of them, many of them, all of them, any of them that um, have have been in front of me over all these years. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite clips of hers was when she was like doing. She was holding a coffee cup. And she was in front of the guy chopping up the turkey. Oh, yeah. 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 Just put the turkey. It it just put its head in a grinder. And he was looking at the screen like. (laughs) Look. (laughs) Yeah. You know. So. uh, But, yeah, if I find more. That was the weirdest our politics could get. No. Here we are. No. In what sense, Charlie? Uh, but yeah, if I find if I have more if I have more clips, uh, I'll try to find you some and I'll bring them to you. There we go. Um, what sense, Charlie? In what respect, Charlie? In what respect, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on. Oh, yeah, there it is. Here it is. Uh, there you go. In what respect, Charlie? Yeah, Charlie oh, the unicorn. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. I'll get I'll get back to you on Monday. Uh, you guys remember Charlie the Unicorn that YouTube video? Charlie, Candy Mountain, Charlie. <laughs> That's what that always reminded me of. In what respect, Charlie? Anyway, okay, let's go ahead and uh, I spent way too much time on that. Um, let's. Uh, no, not not enough. Not enough. Yeah, but I have a lot more audio I want to get to. So. Um, Here's Ralph Peters, Colonel Ralph Peters, uh, on Anderson Cooper's show, uh, talking about the insanity of Trump's planned Camp David meeting with terrorists. Colonel Peters, do you think it was appropriate for the president to invite the Taliban, who obviously the people who gave safe haven to al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden, to plan the 9-11 attacks to Camp David, especially, you know, the, the week of running into 9-11 anniversary? No, indeed, it was one of the most repulsive ideas ever raised by an American president. To to bring the Taliban, to legitimize them, 
to elevate and dignify them by bringing them to Camp David or, or to even to the Department of Agriculture for that matter, to any federal building, to bring them to this country um, is absolute madness. Can anyone, can any viewer imagine in the, in the num months, the days, the months, the, even the years after 9-11, having a president invite the Taliban to Camp David for the express purpose of cutting a backroom deal um, and essentially handing them Afghanistan. The, yes. What's interesting, I think, is you know there have been uh, peace processes uh, which have been worked out in Camp David in the past, but really what the U.S. is doing here, though no one is really saying this directly, is that they're trying to negotiate basically withdrawal of American forces from Afghanistan. It's not a peace deal for Afghanistan. There's no terms about the war, the violence by the Taliban ending. The Afghan government isn't even directly involved in these talks. Yeah, and there are good reasons, and I've argued some of them, to withdraw troops from Afghanistan. But I just feel that if we're going to call it quits, if we're going to say, hey, we gave it our best shot, hasn't worked, the Afghans haven't stood up and fought for their own country, uh, where it's time to go, we should do it openly and not do it behind the backs of our clients. Uh, it's just, the entire thing stinks. And the holdup with the Taliban apparently has been that they want us to go even faster than we're willing to go. And even were they to agree to a treaty that, that seemed on the surface to make some sort of sense, they wouldn't honor it. You gotta understand, for the Taliban, uh, this is a jihad. For them, at least, it is a religious war, and they do not have to honor promises made to the enemy, to the unbeliever, etc. So, back to your original point, though, Anderson, yes, we've had secret negotiations w with hostile forces before, but not with terrorists who've killed thousands of Americans and maimed tens of thousands of Americans. You, you don't make uh, cobras don't make good pets and terrorists are not good negotiating partners yeah I, I think well said. every yeah. human being on the planet would realize that terrorists don't make good negotiation partners especially when they feel like they're on the right side of a holy war this was essentially um, a surrender yeah the fact that we didn't include the Afghanistan government and we were having secret meetings and conversations with the Taliban, it says to me that Trump is, he might not call it that, but he was ready to turn over everything to the Taliban and nothing to the Afghanistan government. Can I point something out too that uh, somebody pointed out on MSNBC the other day? Is that one of the considerations for going into Afghanistan, besides, you know, 9-11. Uh, if you remember, Laura Bush said that, that uh, one of the, the, the big accomplishments that they, they hoped to, to achieve in was, Women. was women's rights mm -hmm. in, 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 in Afghanistan and, and letting women uh, be free to, to, uh, to you know, have, have equal rights. And, um, Educating them, Joe. <laughs> letting them read, yes. Yes. And, and uh, there isn't a single woman in this negotiation from their side. Yep. Does that tell uh, you something? Does that tell you something? With the do the Taliban have any Taliban women negotiating? Yeah. No. 
Does that tell you something about the good faith they're negotiating in? <laughs> one of the one of the reasons we went that's there. That's an was excellent to, to point. Increase, that's no, an excellent it, it point. Really and, and I didn't make it. I, I saw some woman made it on MSNBC, but I, I picked up on it and I said, you know, she's right. I remember Laura Bush saying, I hope we can improve the lives of women in Afghanistan and that it they was... can have equal rights and they could start getting educated. And, 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 and do you see the Taliban moving on that? Are they are they having bringing women to the negotiating table? No, that tells nope. you. Never. That tells you what their 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 good faith is. Laura mm-hmm. Bush's initiative in Afghanistan was something that I really admired during the Bush administration. Yeah, it, well, it really was because she put a lot of time and energy into making sure that Afghan women learned to read and that they were educated. And she was going, she was trying to even go a step further to, to, you know, help create schools for girls in the country. And so I, I'm glad that that was brought up. I'm glad you brought that up. But there was no women. There was no nothing. No. So, so what progress have we made in 18 years? None. Zero. I mean, they're still a terrorist group. They're still blowing people up. Women are still oppressed in that country. And we're not even involving the government of, of, of Afghanistan in the talks. But yeah. The thing is, is, I don't know if we can pull out. I don't know what the solution is at this point. Somebody else said, did you really think that Trump... I think it was... I think it was um, Eric Bowler, who said, did you really think Trump could figure out the quagmire of Afghanistan? I don't know what the solution is. I know that Trump is not the solution. They call it the graveyard. There's no. There's a reason they call it the graveyard of empires. See? Earl what? agrees with you. Uh, you know, uh, Hannibal, <laughs> you know, uh, Russia, uh, now the United States. I mean, it is called the graveyard of empires and not for nothing so are we going to stay there forever i don't know at this point i i mean i, I know you're I, not asking me personally but no <laughs> i mean i mean the, the idea is that uh you, you have to you have to leave there sometime uh and and the way to leave is that you have to get the government to have good security measures you, you have, have to, to have the government you have to support the government a way there. to get rid of the taliban yeah or at, at least nonsense. control the taliban but yeah, at least contain them. Still, yeah. it didn't keep ha- Sean Hannity from humping the furniture over this one, guys. And that's what's really important. Did Sean rub his nubbies the right way because of what did Trump he? did? I don't know. I, I, it seemed like he did because he played some Winston Churchill while he gave himself a, his own happy ending. So, God. yeah, it's gross. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Anyway, you know what's not gross? The Green News Report. And we have to run to it right now. So we might be able to pick up on this a little bit later. But, uh... We got to go because we have a couple of very special anniversaries and a very special birthday, um, and uh, where I'm a couple anniversaries I believe I missed. I don't think we mentioned them last week, and uh, but I have them, uh, have them ready to go. And it's not too late because come on, you can wish people happy anniversary for for a while, for a while. Well, if I could put my two cents in, our anniversary is Thursday. <gasps> well, there you go. Well, we got triple anniversary action, and actually, I have there one that I'm gonna a, a party. I'm I'm going to an anniversary party, uh, 25th wedding anniversary party this Saturday. But anyway, ours um, is 30, 32 years. Look at that. So, all right, we're look gonna go us. ahead and run to the break. We'll talk about all that and much more when we come back. Uh, our guy Tuesday, we'll do some name calling, Joe Santorza, and uh, we'll find out who all is celebrating an anniversary. And much, much more, and we'll take listener calls when we come back. Hang tight. 
Turn of the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. It's Tuesday, September 10, 2019. We make forecasts. We don't deal with politics. Trump's repeated lies about Hurricane Dorian balloon into full-blown credibility crisis for Noah. Grand Bahama right now. Is dead. Dorian's death toll in the Bahamas, potentially in the thousands. Plus, Trump DOJ opens antitrust probe into automakers' deal with California. Ah, the art of the corrupt antitrust probe. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The day we we landed in Miami for the debate, uh, 40,000 acres of a swamp was on fire. Wait, is Jay Inslee talking about the Everglades or the Trump administration? Take your pick. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I guess we are now at that point in the Trump administration when he's actually lying about the weather. Yes, unfortunately, that is where we are. But first, Hurricane Dorian is finally headed out to the open ocean after absolutely devastating islands in the Bahamas and grinding along the east coast of the United States. Dorian has now entered the record books as one of the longest duration hurricanes ever recorded. In the Bahamas, rescue and relief efforts are intensifying as personnel and supplies arrive. At least 50 are now confirmed dead as of airtime. But the Bahamas Press reports that the final death toll is likely to be much, much higher because thousands remain unaccounted for. And the Trump administration, meanwhile, is denying desperate Bahamian evacuees without documents from entering the United States. Of course he is. Tens of thousands of people are in need of help. Why would the United States want to help them at all? while Donald Trump is our president. Here in the United States, President Trump's fixation on his false claim that Alabama would be impacted by Hurricane Dorian has now ballooned into a credibility crisis for NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, which oversees the nation's weather agencies. The Birmingham, Alabama Office of the National Weather Service corrected Trump's disinformation that had panicked residents. Then Trump doctored a National Weather Service map with a Sharpie to justify his false claims. Now, falsifying an official weather report is illegal. Then, in a statement, NOAA sided with Trump against its own scientists and admonished the Birmingham office for its accurate forecast. Now, new internal documents show NOAA appointees warned staff not to contradict Trump. Trump Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross reportedly threatened to fire top NOAA officials if they didn't publicly disavow the accurate Birmingham office forecast. Now, the acting chief scientist of NOAA, Craig McLean, has opened an investigation, calling the agency's actions, quote, political and a danger to public health and safety. So NOAA is going to investigate itself and its own leadership somehow? NOAA scientists are going to investigate NOAA political appointees. And NOAA scientists are probably going to get fired for that. It's very possible. It's bad enough to lie to Americans about a life-threatening weather event, but this is deadly serious for the administration to undermine the public's trust in weather forecasts as unbiased, accurate, and not politicized. 
Well, there is nothing left but the weather at this point to be politicized by this administration. At the annual meeting of the National Weather Association on Monday, Association President Paul Schlatter pushed back. We make forecasts. We don't deal with politics. I mean, our our job is to protect the American public with the weather information we we pass around. So, of course, it's frustrating when things get politicized, when we're we're the scientists and the communicators that are delivering the message uh, for weather safety. In other news, remember that special deal that four major car makers had negotiated with the state of California? Yes, I do. They set fuel economy rules that are higher than the standards that the Trump EPA has proposed rolling back. Well, now the Trump Department of Justice has launched an antitrust probe into whether those four car makers violated antitrust laws by agreeing with California to follow higher tailpipe emission standards. You know, I'm all in favor of using antitrust laws uh, to break up these huge corporations, to break up collusion between the corporations, but the Trump administration seems to be using this for political purposes only, period, not to bring actual justice. Finally, there is some good news. Marriott Hotels, the world's largest hotel chain, plans to eliminate those little single-use plastic shampoo and lotion bottles and shift to refillable large dispensers at its 7,000 properties worldwide by the end of next year. The move will keep nearly 2 million pounds of plastic, that's about 500 million tiny bottles every year, from ending up in landfills. So that's about the best news we can have. We're getting rid of those tiny any shampoo bottles. Yeah. We'll take what we can get. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair and send him on his way. This is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. And for simple-minded people like me, that's what I crave, that's what I want to know, that's what I'm supposed to know. That's the majority of people. It's simple. Wow. (laughs) Simple-minded people like me. Oh, Sarah, I hope you land on your hooves. Welcome back to uh, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition. And, of course, join me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. 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 Did you know Did you know that um, Tucker Carlson tonight said that John Bolton was progressive? <laughs> oh, of course he did. Of <laughs> fucking course he did. Did he call him a socialist, too? No, he said Jesus that John Bolton was progressive and John Bolton brought in a whole bunch of Obama loyalists into the White House. Oh, God damn him. <laughs> yes. Where did he get them? 
I, who, John Bolton or Tucker? John Bolton. Oh my I, I god! I put I put I put the link into our production chat. There's video if you want it. And Jesus Christ! Of course, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Ain't no party like a Scranton party. Are you ready to do some uh, name calling, Joe? <clears throat> I could do that. Okay, let's let's work on that. Well, to Scranton with me. The place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> All right, well, Joe, okay. I thought for name-calling tonight, I will do my best to uh, play... Every time you say a name, I'll play a Sarah Palin soundbite. <clears throat> that sounds good, Charlie. Okay. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Okay, you ready? We have uh, Adam Hebert. Explodey heads keep exploding. We have Destroyer Kurt. He was like a golden wrecking ball. That's why they call him the Destroyer. We have Francie. Suck it up, cupcake. <laughs> we have Heather. Right wing and bitter clinging proud clingers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jay Collie. No more pussyfooting around. And meow. Now, okay, meow. We have Cat. The art of the dill. <laughs> we have Ken Sr. You betcha. Hey, Dad. Hi, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you betcha. Uh, we have Living on Long Island. For Tochka. <laughs> you, you have to have that with cabbage. For, for Tochka. Uh-huh, and cabbage. Mm -hmm. mm -mm, good. Oh, no. Okay, uh, Michelle in South Florida. Hey, you guys, remember it? <laughs> <laughs> and we have Sandy in Durwood. Uh, let's see what we got for Sandy here. Um, oh, what a reality show that would be. Yuck, yuck. Oh, good. We have Theo. Steve, very strong. He going rogue. Oh, we have Tim Coromal. You don't think you're setting yourself up? No, I don't. Okay. All right. Good luck to you. No, wait, that, that one uh, sucked. <laughs> well, that one sucked. Uh, here, how about this one? Um, Mr. Murdoch, you know, the Fox. <laughs> <laughs> that one sucked, yeah. too. Here, let's give let's give Tim a, a yeah, seriously. You have to. We need a better one. Here we go. Talk about the meat. There we go. That's Tim. There you go. And Trojan Rabbit. In order to be able to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that girl. A lot of twos. <laughs> In order that to be able to. <laughs> is, that woman is an idiot. Uh, yeah. 
And, uh, and, and of course, but hey, Joe, when you're pointing a finger, you know what's going on, right? Or it is they who is point they. a finger, not really, they have triple that amount of fingers pointing right back at them. Their own what fingers? What the hell? Oh, I get they. it now. When you point a finger, there are three other fingers on yes. your hand that are pointing back towards you. She just said it really shitty. But yeah, she said it wrong. Yeah. Little hockey wife from Wasilla, hockey mom, is there. Well, that's what they call a palindrome. Yeah. Oh, Liberal failed uh, agenda views. <laughs> that one's probably my favorite. That should be, uh, I should make a promo for that. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Liberal failed uh, agenda views. Yeah, so, oh, that got manooched out for a second there. Uh, Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, yeah, thank you everybody for for joining us. We have birthdays and banners, uh, and anniversaries. Um. And uh, well, first of all, do we have any other birthdays other than uh, Kenny Pick seniors from yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. Last day. His birthday was Monday. It was Monday. It was last day. Uh, as Sean Spicer uh, famously said, yesterday, yeah, yesterday. So, oh yeah, that's right. I did. I did write on his Facebook wall. Yeah. So, well, anyway, I don't know if there's any other birthdays, but we got four anniversaries. So, uh, here we go, Dad. Happy birthday! I'm so proud of you for graduating on your birthday week. Uh, from um, I think he graduated on his birthday from rehab. So that's freaking awesome. Because I, I think he wow. sent me the picture either yesterday or, yesterday or today, but still, same, same. Um, happy birthday, Dad. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday uh -oh. to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday. Yay. Happy Yay. birthday, Dad. And we and totally before, we, we forgot. Forgot Lee again. Lee again. Well, Lee again. We, how do we miss Lee again? Well, we need to get uh, Lee uh, a, a special a, a Sarah Palin. Um, yes. Yeah, let's see. Uh, here's a classic. Here's a classic little one. I hope you like this one, Lee. You can actually see Russia from land here in Alaska. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and. <laughs> so, profuse apologies to Lee again. Yeah. How we did sorry. I pass his name? I don't know. I don't know what you did. How um, that? That's not even possible. Uh, I think uh, maybe under threats of intimidation, you missed it. Threats of intimidation and mockery and criticism? Yeah. <laughs> Must have been the Russians. Mm. Could See, be. the Russians, what happened, the Russians blocked his name out on my uh, computer. Oh, well. B bless his heart. Yes. Anyway. All right, so anniversaries uh, in, uh, in, in short order from last week. 
Last the same day, I believe that it was all uh, was it last Wednesday or last Thursday. I forget. I, I'm sorry, I didn't write the exact date down. But um, we got yeah, Sandy and Hugh from last week, 26 year anniversary, and Theo and Leah three year anniversary. Um, I'm going to an anniversary party. They don't listen to them, my show, but very good friends Tom and Carol are celebrating their 25th anniversary. Uh, and they're having a big party at a bowling alley nearby. Uh, Susan will be out of town for Dragon Boats, but I'm going to go. Um, so it's going to be fun. Just got to catch a ride because she's taking the car. So, <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to. I have a ride, but they're going super early, and I don't want to go as early as they're going because I'm not like uh, my buddy Pete and his wife Sugar are setting up the PA system, and I'm like I, I don't want to be like a, a third wheel who's like showing up too early. So I'm talking to some of my other friends, but we'll see. But anyway, so, and Joe, your Yo. anniversary is Thursday. September 12th. September 12th. You and Barb are years. celebrating 32 mother-loving awesome. years. That's awesome. Is. That is great. Congratulations. So, so yeah, so there we go. There's, there's all our power couples. Joe and Barb, uh, my friends, Tom and Carol, Hugh and uh, Sandy and Theo and Leah, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Would you like to come inside for a cupcake and a glass of wine? Yeah, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. Probably not. I think so. Probably not. But uh, yes, to all of you uh, for, you know, making your marriages work, uh, work out so well. What a fun, sexy time for you. There you go. So we don't need to get into details. That's your bag. So um, anyway, uh, thank you everybody for uh, uh, and congratulations to everybody. What, what a great month for anniversaries! And I know we have a very special one coming up uh, in October. Of course, of course, Miles and Michelle right around the corner, Halloween. So we got to do something special Ooh, for that. Spooky, spooky, boy, <laughs> Happy anniversary! So. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, let's go ahead and, um, uh, take a call. 330-536-1466 is the number to call. I'll put it in the chat room. And, uh, yeah, Sandy's like Uber or Lyft. I'll be probably be taking it one way or the other. Um, you know, uh, there or back. I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I have another, uh, my friends, Mort, well, Mort, you know, Mort and Misty. That they're like, I message them. I'm like, are you guys going? Because our house is right on the way. And they're like, oh no, we're going to see Adam Ants. And I'm like, the the oh. part the party's at two. <laughs> 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 um, I'm sure doors probably aren't till seven or eight. So, um, oh hey, look who we have on the line. It's one the the one and only pinch hitter, Kenny Pick Senior. Happy birthday, Dad. Thank you. I thank forgot. To, you, I Randy. forgot. <laughs> How you doing? Congratulations. Happy Congratulations. Birthday. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I finished uh, uh, rehab today, son. Oh, that was today. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was today that or yesterday. Today. So I was a no, little bit. I, I, I didn't. 
I only went on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, it, this week has been kind of a blur because it's been a little bit nutty at work. But, yeah, so, um, but congratulations. That's really exciting. I mean, you know, uh, you know, because, you know, there were some rough patches uh, early on, and, you know, you, you've been making great progress all the way through, and I can't tell you how proud I am of you about how, for, for how strong you've been through all this. Yeah, trying. You're Glad doing. to be here for another year. You're doing. You're <clears throat> doing. You're not trying. So, uh, but yeah. So, and we'll we'll be coming down to see you uh, soon as well. But yeah. So, uh, did you buy yourself something pretty on on Amazon yet? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, I went out and bought a new printer today, though. Oh yeah. But it wasn't on the Amazon. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, did you get a good deal on it? Yeah, it was uh, thirty-four bucks for printer scanner combination. Well, there HP. you go. There you go. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but yeah. So um, we, uh, you're uh, so you actually. Uh, well, I I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but you just went to our family what? reunion. You went to our family reunion uh, that we Susan and I had to miss because of her dragon boat scheduling. But uh, you, uh, you know, just a testament to Dad's health at this point. You actually drove there to Columbus, and traffic was horrendous. And um, yeah, it took you how long to get there? Well, I was going down. It was like almost six hours uh, for a three-hour oh. drive because there yeah. was an accident on one of the freeways, and I was just stuck there for a little over two hours. So yeah. Uh, but you know, you made it there. You made it back uh, just fine, and yeah. uh, and and you know, I'm sure it probably wore you out a little bit, but it would wear anybody out for that much driving. Yeah, actually, I, I don't. I don't mind driving. It's 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 relaxing to me. That's good. And just yeah, just just the frustration of just sitting there and waiting, mm -hmm. you know, not knowing how long it's going to be. Yeah. <clears throat> And you've you also told me that you you're uh, you're taking a little bit of downtime, but uh, you're kind of committed to uh, actually signing up to join a gym to continue what you were doing in rehab uh, from here on out. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna go back to where I was doing the rehab because they have uh, a staff of nurses on duty and they hook you up to a, um, a monitor to check your heart rate and. Uh, and everything, and then uh, they continually check your blood pressure and everything while you're working out. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go back there. But uh, oh, today was just just finishing the required course for mm -hmm. you know for cardiac rehab. Yeah, when you, it was fun, it was funny because when you called in, um, I never changed you, the the name on your phone number back to Ken Senior. It still said pinch hitter. Uh huh. Because oh, when, okay. <laughs> yeah, when, when Joe that. Joe totally ruined who goes there, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but so, so funny. So when I so basically I, 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 we put you know fake names on the phone numbers. So when people call in and you can Joe and Rain could see who's in the call, but it'll say a fake name, pinch hitter, like it says right now. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, yes. <laughs> uh, so, so I don't know. I, I just might leave it pinch hitter for a while, you know, forever. Who knows? So, <laughs> you can. I don't know. um, 
but yeah, that was but, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Joe yeah, busted but, but you anyway, easy I'm, on that. I'm game. doing Go good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm able to mow my yard now and the whole thing at one time. Don't have that's, to stop and take breaks every fifteen minutes. That's great. And uh, still working with the dietitian, trying to get my weight up. Yeah. So that's, Fortunately, in the last two weeks, I didn't lose any more weight. Well, that's good. That's that's kind of the big uh, the big rub right now is that uh, you're you're having difficulty yeah. difficult time keeping on weight. So, um, but uh, but yeah, now Joe, uh, I I think I talked about it on the show, but Dad tried the impossible Whopper the other day. Oh yeah, and how did that go? That was good. Yeah, I haven't had a Whopper in um, nine or ten months, so uh, this. It tasted like a whopper to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't tell any difference. No, and I like like I have haven't had a whopper in years and years and years. But uh, Barb brought one home, and uh, I thought, oh my god, this is good. Yeah, and it's not meat. Yeah. <clears throat> so as long as you make it a a, a, rare, right? a rare treat, at least you're getting rid of some of the the bad fat, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. And cholesterol. But it didn't. It didn't have. It didn't have enough calories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to pound down five thousand calories a day. Now, no, no, that, that that burger wow. actually has about eight hundred calories in it. That it 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 has yeah, a high. Was, it has high calories. Yeah, but I was hoping for more. I tried to yeah. find something that's got fifteen hundred to two thousand calories. Well. Maybe you should go go buy some of that uh, the uh, some protein powder from like GNC or something. I thought about that. I've, I've got protein bars. Yeah, that about, I snack uh, on through the like, day. Like uh, Insure, like those shakes. Yeah, I, I yeah I have Insure. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> In fact, what? the dietitian told me to cook with Insure instead mm. of using milk. Yeah. Really. Oh wow! Mm. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you could like do oatmeal and stuff that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Or cereal. So uh, mashed potatoes within sure. But isn't it sweet? Yeah. Isn't it sweetened, or do they have unsweetened versions? No, it tastes just like milk. The vanilla oh. does. It tastes like milk. Yeah, but it it's vanilla. Yeah, it's 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 not that strong of a knife. Right. I don't think. All right. But I, I no, haven't done no, it yet. Don't. I haven't tried it with mashed potatoes mm. or anything. They don't overdo it. I have with cereal. I've I've used it on cereal. Well there you go. Um Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't know. I mean keeping it heart healthy and keeping the, the calories high, I'm not sure. I mean what about yeah. something do you like that's, avocado do you like avocado? Because that's pretty high calorie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could do. And like how about like uh, avocado like toast? Nuts. <clears throat> you know, about, like nuts. Like yeah. Have, oh, I, yeah. I love nuts. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Uh, don't we all? <laughs> yeah, they're they're usually high in high in. Yeah. <laughs> well, depends on what nut you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. I saw but that. If it's macadamia, I'll I'm all in. Oh my god! I just oh, bought okay. I just bought a cashew macadamia nut mix yesterday uh, at CVS. It's delicious. Those are my two favorites. But uh, yeah, mine yeah. cashews. 
I eat cashews by the bushel. Oh God, they're good. So yeah, I mean, so and that's a is that cool for your diet? Cashews? Yeah, except I got to watch out for the salt. So well, yeah, the unsalted ones I think are better than the the salted ones because it it doesn't take away from the natural goodness of the cashews. Well, I know what I'm buying you for Christmas: a bushel of unsalted cashews. (laughs) So. Not even. Well, I'll get it, get you some before then. Um, a stack, a stocking full. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. at least a stocking. I mean, you know. Yeah. Big, big stocking. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah. and big boy. So. <laughs> All right. Well, Dad. Anything else you want to add before uh, we cut you loose? Yeah. No. Do you have any ad- ad- words of advice for for Todd Palin? Ah, <laughs> uh, run, run yeah. far. Run far. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) that's funny (laughs) uh so yeah so do the give the the monty python advice there you go uh all right very good dad uh thank you so much for calling uh happy birthday once again uh i'll love you from the bottom of my heart no problem i'm so proud of you and um yeah we'll be talking soon okay all right all right bye. see you pinch hitter bye. good night so bye <laughs> good night all right good night so uh oh there we go amen uh to uh kenny pick senior oh well, that, that's that was a nice treat that was a nice treat he doesn't amen. call in too often amen. so it's very go. nice very nice so and on the really day he good. graduated, on the day he graduated. Oh, he sound yeah, he's been sounding great. But yeah, you know, we we just got to get his weight up. You know, that's that's the thing. So yeah, I'm gonna buy him uh, seriously. I'm I'm not kidding around saying I'm gonna buy him a metric ton of cashews if that's what he wants, um, salt free. But I can't believe he didn't say penis. Don't say penis in this house. So. I thought he said peanuts. Oh well, yeah, he, I think he did or cashews. But yeah, Joe Macadamia nuts. I'm rediscovering my love for macadamias. My God, they're uh, good. They, they like are have with calories. They got the such worst. a good crunch on them. It's a different kind of crunch mm, yeah. than other nuts. You know, it's yeah. almost like it's almost like it's like almost biting into glass the way it breaks. <laughs> you know, oh, to me, macadamias are more of a soft crunch. It's but it but it, the way it shatters when you when you bite into yeah. it is different than a peanut. You know, it, it shatters like it's different you know, than a penis. I agree. Yeah, no, I just oh, navigated no, away from that. Don't say we, penis in this house. Get out of my house. So this is why we never could have anything nice. Now I know, but we, you know what is nice on this show? Our breaks, and we have to take one right now. So <laughs> okay. we'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. Uh-huh. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Okay. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. And now... On with the show. Uh, absolutely not. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. 
What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, gently adjusting the volume. There it is. The mic's not so hot now. And, of course, uh, joining me, as always, on the program on this, September 10th, 2019, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Happy to be here on Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> And your anniversaries on Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> and Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble. Welcome back to you, my sister from another mister. Although, no, that's not true because you're officially a, a, a Koch pickle cyber now. I know. I love that. So, although that sounds kind of like more like a marriage last name than an adoption last name so maybe your just adopted name will be picklesimer you know uh, i can work with that all right so uh but anyway welcome back to the show everybody thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight we appreciate you all and thank you dad for calling into the show and sharing your good news um uh and again once again happy graduation from rehab and good uh and, and it's good that you're going to keep doing that workout and you know getting hooked up to those uh machines and i have a feeling that maybe those nurses had something to do with it too <laughs> hey now hey now <clears throat> oh, oh my so <laughs> um well uh we we got to hear a little bit uh ladies and germs from uh we, we got to revisit um i don't even like calling it sharpie gate um, but, uh, when, when Trump was desperate to maintain his other lie about the, the storm trajectory, trajectory, uh, hurricane Dorian and insisted that it was going to hit Alabama, uh, apparently, uh, noted soup czar, Wilbur Ross. This is a can of Campbell's soup. This in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today out of 7-Eleven down here, the can of Campbell's soup. Well, apparently somebody put a, a, a phone in Wilbur Ross's greasy little soup claw and uh, told him to call Noah and threaten to put people on the soup line. Because um, that's exactly what he did. He, he called, and uh, this is, you know, I mean, there's... There are no secrets in in the Trump administration. There's no secrets in the Trump cult. Somebody's always going to mention all the the wrongdoing that they do. Wolf Blitzer had Representative Jim Himes, Democrat from Connecticut, on his show to discuss Wilbur Ross's little uh, shenanigans of calling Noah and threatening to fire people if they didn't corroborate Trump's lie about you know. Alabama was totes, totes going to be destroyed. 
<laughs> you know? And um, and Jim Himes had a few things to say about that. New York Times now reporting that Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross threatened to fire employees at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, uh, for tweets contradicting President Trump's claim that Hurricane Dorian might actually hit Alabama. What, what's your reaction to that report? Well, um, it's, it's pretty clear. If that story is true, and I don't know that it is, but if that story is true, the it's Commerce true. Secretary needs to resign now. Uh, that would be the most blatant uh, use of an official position in the service of the ego and the political fortunes of the president that we have ever seen. And in this case, it's particularly serious because, of course, um, you know, issues around weather forecasting, ships rely on that, communities rely on that. Uh, people make decisions about whether a hurricane is coming or, or if it's not. By the way, the the Commerce Department also provides all of the data on the United States economy, which is used by our businesses uh, and, and, and by people who watch the United States economy. So if the, if the Commerce Secretary is saying, I don't care what's true, here's what the president wants, he needs to go, and he needs to go yesterday. Yesterday. More yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Uh, yeah. So uh, how about them peaches, Joe? Well... He's in a soup. <laughs> he's in real soup. Very thick soup. It's probably he's a a cream of like, the celery. Soup. He's in he's in hot soup. <laughs> I think he should go. I mean, swampy, it's a little creep. Swampy soup. If he called me and fired me, I'd never mind. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Well, if he threatened, if if commerce secretary, who did he well, threaten? Somebody at NOAA. Well, well, what he did was the the he can't fire the career people, but he can fire the pol- political appointees. And the head of NOAA is a political appointee by Trump, and he could fire him and the senior people there. You, it, it's just the corruption of it all that that the senior person there is a scientist, and he's going to yeah. fire a scientist. So, so that's who he called scientists. I mean, can we? Well, he called he that? called Trump's appointee. Trump's appointee is Barry, I had to look this up, it's Barry Myers, who was the chief executive officer and general counselor, counselor counsel for AccuWeather. Mm-hmm. So, I don't well, think he called up Barry Myers to say, you need to say this, because AccuWeather, you know, people pay for that service. Yeah. Well, they they pay for AccuWeather, but the head of NOAA is well, whoever is, is was, Barry is Barry Myers. That's what I'm saying. But he didn't do it as the head of AccuWeather. He did it as right. Yeah, yeah he, he did it as a Trump appointee, but uh, and and actually, I don't know if he did it because it was unsigned. No one put their name to it. Right. So who did? Well, who did? I guess the the thing I'm asking is who did? Uh, who was threatened Superman to be fired? Call. Who, he who threatened to fire all the political appointees. Was it the political appointees or the scientists? No, that's what I'm getting. The all the political appointees, but he can't. He can't fire the career people. Okay, they're protected by a union, but he can fire the 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 heads of NOAA, and that's what he threatened. <sighs> that's even more bothersome. 
Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's bothersome that you would. We now have have entire agencies of the government that are because, supposed to be doing other things, and especially the Weather Service is supposed to be the most apolitical, right? Yes, it is supposed to be. I mean, all they're supposed to do is tell us what's going to happen based on science, not shore up the commander, the 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 the, the dictator in chief. And his stupid sharpie. But the thing is, I guess, I guess, I'm trying. I'm not wrapping my head around all this as as well as I could, because I see what you're saying. The point is, is that Trump nominated this guy Myers to be head of NOAA, and then we have Wilbur Ross, who threatened the head of NOAA, to put out this stupid statement that we talked about last Friday, mm-hmm. and it was stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous because it really goes against science. And and I feel like we need to be able to trust in our weather forecasting. Yeah. Especially when it comes from a I. government agency. Which, yes, science. Government agency, not for profit. This means this is true as opposed to for profit like AccuWeather, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wilbur Ross needs to step down, and so does so does the head of NOAA. I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. No. Uh, all right. Um, so uh, now here's the thing. This is the thing that bothers me. Is like, yes, you can fire political appointees, but can you? Is that? How do you have to justify it? Is it just like at will employment kind of thing? Like I can fire you at any time, yes. Over anything, mm-hmm. okay. So yes. it's like that. All right. Political so, pointy, yeah. There's no union. So, but optically, that could be horrendous if it's like, oh, you're not, you know, towing the the White House line. Well, um, I think we threw optics out the window when we invited the Taliban to uh, yeah. campaign. Oh, well, the GOP threw optics out the window when they put a fucking game show host in charge of their entire party. Right. A pussy-grabbing, so, uh, you know, uh, reality TV show host. So, I mean, optics. Hm. Yeah. I mean, what about the optics? A guy that is... That, uh, that 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 kills people has has firing squads with uh, anti-aircraft missiles, and then you you go and write them love letters. Fall in love with yeah. them. Fall in yeah. love. Well, the corruption doesn't end there, and uh, I don't know. Is there anything else you you guys want to say on on this matter with uh, the Thupthor, Wilberoth, the quiet little Thupthor? Anything else you want to say about Wilbur Ross uh, before we get to the next one? Because I've, I've got a clip here from Kevin McCarthy. I have something quick. Go Wilbur ahead. Ross can't live forever. Are you sure? Because he looks like he has. Yeah. I'd like to see Wilbur Ross get bed it's, bugs. It's my whole soup diet. Nothing but cream soup. I mean, for we the could left. we could go on and on about this whole thing with Alabama. I I find it disgusting and I find yep. it really dangerous. I do too. I do that too. That we're yep. politicizing science. Yeah. So, um, all right. 
let's go ahead and um, and play the next clip. This is Kevin McCarthy asked about uh, whether it's appropriate for government officials to uh, apparently because uh, what was it a trip to Scotland, right? Yeah. Where it's being reported that Trump directed military personnel to go stay uh, further away when P Pence went over there. I, I don't even know the whole Pence went to Ireland. Pe oh, Pence, Pence went, to, went Ireland. to Ireland and he stayed like six hours away from Dublin at a Trump establishment. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and, then and then there's the um, air force flying planes into a th some airport near his Turnberry re resort. So it's two things. It's two yeah. issues. So, yeah. so that was, you know, uh, that's a big fucking deal that, you know, uh, Pence could have stayed closer and still could have, you know, people from the military. But Kevin McCarthy was asked about this uh, yesterday, the day before. No, it, was yet, it had to have been today or yesterday, actually, and this is what he said. Do you think that the federal government should be spending money at the president's resorts, especially when he's not staying at them? The president's resorts are uh, hotels that he owns. If people are traveling, it's just like any other hotel. I know people will look at it. Um, I don't know that that's different than anything else. Is it different that if I go and stay um, or eat at a Marriott here? Or yes. The president isn't oh asking God. me to. It's uh, he's competing in a private enterprise. It's nothing, something that he controls in that process. So, if it's in the process, they can stay there. Yes. Okay. Okay. There's no fucking president Marriott right now, Kevin McCarthy. So yeah, it. it, it I mean, it doesn't. Is there anything in the emoluments clause about this? Anything? Hmm. Well, there is. Um, but. Here's the thing. Donald Trump didn't put any of his businesses into a blind trust. And that makes all the difference in the world. He is still making money off of this. So mm. McCarthy, McCarthy knows better. He knows exactly what he's lying about. He's, he's ignoring the fact that, you know, where the, the you know, that <clears throat> Secret Service has to get paid. Yeah. Um, golf carts, Secret Service. Th th this is a complete lie. Whatever he, whatever he's saying, it, it's completely different than staying at a Marriott. Because actually, this thing that happened in Scotland, I read one report where um, the, 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 the 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 troops, the troops that you know, the plane left, landed in in Turnberry or whatever it was. And they were told you're staying you're staying at this Trump resort, and they all said, uh, "Nothing here covers my per diem." They couldn't afford to stay there. Wow, that's crazy. So, so for him to say, and and in that in that very same report that I read, and I don't have it right in front of me, the 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 troops again, service members. Yep. Again, said this is nothing like the Hiltons or the Marriotts that we have stayed at before, where they were given per diems to stay. They were forced to go to this Trump resort. So he's lying. He's lying. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Years, years ago, years ago, Trump made a in twenty fourteen. Trump made a, a deal with the airport there. Yep. To help because the airport was going under. 
to help support the airport next to his his uh, his resort. And um, this is part of it. So he's flying. They flew from Greece to Scotland to refuel. Yep. When they could have stopped at any number of Air Force bases. We, we have Air Europe. Force bases all over the world, all over uh -huh. Europe. We had to fly all the way to, from Greece to Scotland to refuel. And then they had to stay at his resort. Isn't that a, a, a coincidence? I think not. Yeah. This, this is horrible. And and so I, I really, I mean, what Kevin McCarthy said that it's just the same is is he knows better. He knows uh, better. He's talking to Trump's base. And I can't believe more people aren't calling him out on that complete and total lie. I think people just, huh. what do you expect from Kevin McCarthy? He'll justify anything Donald Trump did. If Donald Trump really did shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, Kevin McCarthy would tell him he was justified in doing it. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. There, there's there, there's no there's no soul there left. That, that party has no. That party doesn't have a soul. I, I just it think it's important a... to go back to the fact that when Trump, two three years ago, had that whole lawyer thing with all these pieces of paper in front of the table saying I I'm putting this, he, he never, he never put it into, um, he never, he never, he never disengaged from his business. Never. No. Mm -hmm. no. And so this is just pure profit for him. He is profiting off of the taxpayer's money. This is, this is, this to me is overall the biggest he needs to go to jail for this. He's stealing from every one of us every single day. Absolutely. Stealing from the pockets of American taxpayers. And this is small peanuts compared to uh, the other ways he's, he's stealing. Yeah. yeah. Small potatoes. I'm sorry. Peanuts. Small potatoes. Whatever. Small so peanuts. potatoes, and we're talking about Ireland. Small penis, maybe. Oh, um, you said that this time, Kenny. Get, oh, get, God damn it. I played the wrong thing. <laughs> I said, I said, I didn't say boner. I said the other one. Um, <laughs> come on, folks in the chat room, give me, give me some names. So, uh, but anyway, um, uh, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add to this, Joe? Before we go to the break? Nah, let's go to the break. All right, uh, Rain. Would you like to pick one of Bobber's songs to listen to on the break? Is there is there one one or two? We could do two because uh, I I need a little. Huh. Swimming upside down. Oh, okay. That's a. I think that's a long one too. Uh, swimming, swimming upside down. Try not to drown. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good long one. Yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, all right, here we go. Break time. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. And Mad Cons, formerly known as Mad Libs, right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com.
And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. I am Miles Lagant. Inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! Ooh. And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio, for those who dare. This is Graham Bonnet, and you're listening to Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. 
What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, uh, Washington, D.C. And, of course, thank you to Scranton, Pennsylvania. And thanks to uh, Columbiana County for uh, Kenny Peck Sr. calling in tonight. Uh, welcome back to the program, everybody. Just finishing up the mad cons for this evening. But I, I was reminded, uh, Rain, um, there's that big spy story that's going on right now. And I wanted to see if you, you and Joe wanted to talk about that for a minute while I... Uh, polish these off here what the the spy Where do we spy, begin the spy story uh, well uh, who wants to set well, it up one of you guys want to set well, it up what ha- yeah what happened was that uh the uh cia had to call back one of its uh spies that was inside the kremlin a russian national who uh was apparently the center of all our in- information back in 2016 of uh, how Putin was directing the hacking of the DNC and uh, he was not part of uh, Putin's inner circle but close to Putin's inner circle well you know the CNN reporting originally if I might have misread it it didn't say that it was a Russian national it is a Russian national the CNN reporting though I'm telling you when I read it I was like oh it was just one of our you know spies up there and no. I woke up this morning and I realized, oh shit, that's No, he was a Russian dude. national that they uh, they cultivated for ten years. It took yeah. you know, it's 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 very rare to have somebody like that that close to Putin in the Kremlin and it takes a long time to to uh, develop those those uh, contacts, those uh, spies and um he was very valuable, and most of of what we saw in the uh, Mueller report as far as intelligence uh he was the source of it. Right. Who was who was who was uh, who was directing it? Where everybody was, you know, he was the source of it. And now, um, here's the thing, Joe. When mm-hmm. when that story came out over the weekend, I literally said to Bob, somebody in the intelligence community wanted this to get out. And I say that, assuming my assumption was that it was one of an American spy. But the story that came out via Reuters, now we have his name. We find out well, that it's a Russian. This I know MB- NBC did not did not was asked not to publish his name or say certain things about it, and and uh, they didn't. Uh, but uh, apparently CNN did. Reuters did. Our Reuters did, um, and they had to move him. Ken Delanian of NBC actually went up to his house and knocked yeah. on the door and said as he walked when he got back into his car because there was no answer this SUV pulled up nose to nose with them like speeding down the the, the the street and pulled nose to nose to him and, and, and wanted to know what he was looking for well let me ask and, you uh, this do you, can, do you think that uh, Russia leaked the man's name no, no or do you I, think I, it was our intelligence agencies who fed this story to CNN? I don't think I'm asking unfair questions. No, no. You're asking questions people asked on uh, all week about what, who, who would have leaked this, who would have uh, exposed him. But um, 
basically uh they had to move him out of the house they had him he was living under his real name yeah in in uh in dc virginia virginia right uh-huh. and uh okay and and um they had to move him and now they're going to have to do all kinds of uh you know aliases and things like that because it isn't so much that they said that the that Putin didn't know who it was, who he was. Because oh, yeah, well, that's bull. He, dis- <laughs> he disappeared. <laughs> Him and his family disappeared. So it, it doesn't take much for the Russians to figure out who the spy was, because this guy was, you know, seeing Putin every day, and then he dis- him and his family completely disappeared. I guess yeah. the point that I'm trying but, to get at is who did the leaking. I don't know. Who, who did the original leaking to CNN and who leaked the name? Mm. I don't know. I think it's, I think it, we're, we're still kind of at the wait and see moment. You because know? The, CNN yeah. sto- the CNN story basically said mm-hmm. he, was, he was extricated from Russia because our intelligence agencies didn't trust Trump. Well, that was one thing. Or, but if you if you you know the next morning we find out this guy's name is out there in the press. Well, again, uh, the government asked the media not to mention his name because it's like poking the bear. They said, you know, it's one yeah. thing. Of course, Putin knows that that he was the spy, and because he disappeared, he vanished. But. It was what the danger to the it, the the danger to the guy was that the media start making a big deal about it, and they said that's like poking the bear, and now that puts his life. Yeah, in but jeopardy. Who, I guess I guess my point is is who leaked his name to the media? I don't think because anybody got, knows. And I feel like that this is a little bit more of a more deadly version of what happened with Valerie Plain. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, since he's been disappeared. Um, are are, 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 are we thinking? Are, are, has something to do with this? Since he's I'm been disappeared, that. though, is it, it? Do you think it's somebody on the side of the angels that leaked his name to try and save him? So before he gets a, a bowl of polonium borscht, I don't know. I don't know. This whole story is very, very bothersome to me. Yeah, it really is bothersome to me because when it's, the CNN yeah. report came out, like I said, I told Bob. Somebody leaked this, and then waking up, waking up this morning, suddenly everybody knows his name. What's really bothersome is that we had to pull a very valuable and rare asset out of the Kremlin because of Trump. So who? Well, that, yeah. The, so who leaked the guy's name? I, do, mm-hmm. do I, I don't think I, I'm sure we'll find out. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I understand I where you're understand. coming from. I hope we find out. I don't. I mean, know. It was. It's just too early. Maybe it was Scooter Libby. No, no it wasn't Scooter Libby. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it smacks of the Valerie Plame uh, yeah. fiasco. You know? Maybe by the it was way, uh, Papadopoulos. By, by the way, Valerie Plame's uh, running for Congress. The greatest rollout video ever. Oh, I missed if that. I, I think uh, you mentioned that, but I, I, was, uh, I didn't have a chance to check it out. Oh my God! You have to see this video. Um, Does it have good gonna, audio it's great, too? It's a great rollout video. I'm gonna put it in the greatest rollout video of all time. Does and it I'm have good audio it, too? 
Oh yes. Oh right. yes. Here, let me but, let me pull actually, up YouTube. You have, you, have to, huh? you have to see. You have to set it up because it, during the whole, she's talking through the whole uh, video and driving a muscle car on a road in reverse at about sixty miles an hour. It's a dodge. Okay. It's a dodge. I, I have. A, I have. Drags. She drags the entire Bush administration backwards with her. I have right, so, I have the ad Valerie playing for Congress undercover is the name of the ad I have it. Right. So anything else you want to say about the ad before I play it? Well, just as you play it, she's like I said, she's driving this muscle car backwards on a on, on a road, and then in the end, she slams on the brakes and spins around and says what she says. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All just right. Like, just like a stunt driver, it, it's it's absolutely amazing. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, here, here Good evening, everyone. It is my pleasure. Wait a minute. Did I? I think I hit the wrong one. Hang on. Hang on. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. Sorry. Uh, I. I. My. My. I. My thumb did the wrong thing. So. Oh, of course. I've got all kinds of notifications coming in on my phone. Stop it, eBay. Not now. Uh, you don't want to buy. You don't want a bit. Uh, Valerie. Not Van Halen. Valerie Plame. Ed. There we go. All right, let's click on that again. Here we go. I was an undercover CIA operative. My assignment was preventing rogue states and terrorists from getting nuclear weapons. You name a hotspot, I lived it. Then, Dick Cheney's chief of staff took revenge against my husband and leaked my identity. His name, Scooter Libby. Guess who pardoned him last year? I come from Ukrainian Jewish immigrants. Dad was in the Air Force. My brother almost died in Vietnam. My service was cut short when my own government betrayed me. We left Washington to raise our kids in New Mexico, one of the best places on earth. Now I'm running for Congress because we're going backwards on national security, health care, and women's rights. to turn our country around and yes the cia really does teach us how to drive like this you've probably heard my name and mr president i've got a few scores to settle valerie flame democrat for congress please join contribute valerieflameforcongress.com there you go yeah, the so. visual of, of the, the ending. She slams on the brakes. The car spins around forward. She jumps out of the car and walks toward the camera. <laughs> so Takes off her sunglasses, too, like a badass. Takes off her sunglasses. She goes, I have some scores to settle. <laughs> Very good. It, it was Very just good. like a, a spy movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spy movie. It is. You have to see see it to, to really appreciate it, though. Well, I think the the music and the 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 audio uh, did pretty good for for what we have oh, to yeah. offer here. So, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, I'll tell you what. Good stuff, guys. And uh, since we have 15 minutes remaining on the show, let's try not to go too over because we got the Tim Caramel show coming up after this, and I hear we have a a, a deluxe clown car. We do. Okay. We ha- uh, I think Tim put the uh, <laughs> the show art in the the chat. Tim really loved the show art. This show. Oh, I, was- I loved it too. Yes. <laughs> so, 
some <laughs> some special sharpie art some special sharpie art yeah and um yeah and we have a a naked president wandering dc oh god uh, uh, yes yeah. a story that was only covered by the clown car so uh have see to there to you that. go an exclusive an exclusive so. it's a clown car exclusive That's all right so here we go uh mad cons but the jingle says Mad Libs. Here we go. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. Okay, so we're going to do three tonight, because one of them is completely filled out by our chat room. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, and they're short, too. They're not super long ones. So, uh, so Trump would understand. They're short. They're not super long. Um, all right. So, uh, Rain, I'm going to give this one to you. Oh. Five letters of the alphabet. B E A R S. Okay. I like it. Uh, Joe, I need a plural noun, sir. Um. Assholes. <laughs> Rain, I need yes. a part of the body. Assholes has been taken. <laughs> um, and penis, I assume. Uh, well, yeah, you should assume, and you should stop saying it, I too. do assume. Penis um, in this house! <laughs> oh, can I get really saucy? Why not? Clitoris. Oh, the clitoris. The man in the boat. The preacher at the pulpit. Um, <laughs> rubbing the button. <laughs> Joe, a, another noun, sir. Another noun. Um, uh, wheel. Okay. Rain, a type of liquid. Oh. Oh, see? Milk. <laughs> uh, and Joe, I'm sorry to dump all these nouns on you, but I need another noun, sir. Oh, hurricane. All oh. right. And okay, so here we go. Let's let's flip to where we need to be here. That one's done. Okay, this is the one. Only a couple more, and we're ready to go here. Uh, so rain, I need a color. Rose. Rose. Uh, let me see, Joe. Let me give you a good one since, um, uh, let me see. I think this is the best one. Uh, the name of a conservative, Joe. Ah, uh, Joe Walsh. <laughs> Oh yeah, life's been bad to this one so far. Pretty much deadbeat dad. Uh, rain. I need a room. A room? Yeah. Uh, the hurt locker. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
reading it in context. Um, Joe, you get the final one. It is a number. A number. Oh, I gotta go with twenty-four. Twenty-four times. No, 24. what do you forget about it? Yeah. All right, so let me start with this one. This one is um, <clears throat> scuba diving. Uh, <laughs> the word scuba, which is spelled B A R S B E A R S. <laughs> means self-contained underwater breathing bat. A scuba diver wears a tank filled with assholes strapped to his or her <laughs> testicles <laughs> and, yeah, a mask, and a mask over his or her clitoris. That does, uh, uh, this does not make sense biologically. Um, <laughs> all right. Because a scuba diver wears a tank filled with assholes strapped to his or her testicles and a mask over his or her clitoris. Divers must be indented physical condition to feel underwater. Warning, scuba diving can be ver a very dangerous wheel. Divers may run into man-eating jewels or poisonous bulls. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. When they are under milk. <laughs> Not underwater, <laughs> but under milk. Uh, over the years, scuba divers have discovered many sunken gerbils, which have often turned up turned out to be worth a small hurricane. Now, I don't know if Rain is muted or she finds none of this amusing. I'm not sure what's going <laughs> on. I'm muted, and I was making many sounds. Oh, okay. Make many more sounds I on this next one. This one, give the clitoris, the clitoris, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I, seriously. A scuba diver wears a tank filled with assholes strapped to his or her testicles and a mask over his or her clitoris. And yeah. scuba is spelled B E A R S. Um, all right, future professions. This is the next one. Scuba diver is not on the list. Uh, but, oh, let's listen to some French music for this. Oh, it's too loud. It's too loud. Ah, the French. Oh, the French. All right, so uh, future professions. The, our chat room completely filled this one out. Did you we see our chat room? Our, our, our chart room, yeah. So. I like that, our chart room. Our chartreuse chart room. <laughs> we have all taken an aptitude test and put, in the, put the results in a shit-stained computer. Oh. It predicts that Jill Stein has a lot of talent for grabbing. She will probably become a famous screwball like Carly Fiorina. Or <laughs> Susan Sarandon. Yeah, that too. Dennis Prager will become a second Stephen Miller. Dennis Prager? Uh, uh, on the other hand, Tammy Bruce should take up stealing <laughs> and get a job handling pencils. When I grow when that's I good. grow up, yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, when I grow up, I want to be uh, either a fireman, a doctor, or an idiot. In the meantime, I'm modeling myself after my hero, Steve Mnuchin. You're on the right track. You're on the right track. If you, if you, if you want to be an idiot. 
So, um, you're an idiot, right, Mnuchin? I, I, absolutely not. No, you are. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I have another remix from Mnuchin. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There we go. I forgot to play that one. All right, so this is the biggie. This is the biggie That's here. That's what happens when Steve Mnuchin touches a robotic clitoris. Oh. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, I, I could see that. Uh, oh, oh God, I got. I have one last thing for my parting shot. Don't let me forget. <laughs> Speaking of Mnuchin. All right, so here we go. And uh, by the way, this these are all from uh, Best of Mad Libs, 50 Years of Mad Libs. The book Francie gave me so, uh, and I've had this book before, so we're we're revisiting some, but this one I just thought was perfect for today, because it's a White House tour. Here we go, and right off the bat, right out of the gates, you know what's going to happen here, ladies and penises. Don't say penis in this house. Please grift this way as we begin our tour of the Rose House, <laughs> the the hyperactive home of our nation's Sharpie. <laughs> it has more than 24 rooms. <laughs> the Bolton Mustache Room, where huge infinite bed bugs are held, is the largest. Oh, of course. oh. under and the mustache. Mm-hmm. Bed bugs in the mustache, infinite bed bugs. Throughout the the mansion, you will find portraits of previous rodents who fucked here. Oh. Upstairs, huh. you will you will see the famous Lincoln Hurt Locker, <laughs> where where the ghost where the ghost of Joe Walsh has often been seen screaming. <laughs> Oh gosh! Uh, <laughs> and uh, in the last sentence on this is the president's tooth is in the West Wing, and it's shaped like a vagina. Oh, oh! Mm. That's <laughs> not. That's an ugly tooth. It's an ugly visual. Well, or maybe it's a beautiful tooth for an ugly man. Well, that's so, what I'm thinking. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Good job, chat room. Nice. So, uh, anyway, all right. Oh, oh, yeah. Before before we get to parting shots and everything, I have a quick audio clip from a, a, a reporter on a hot mic after that Pompeo Mnuchin disaster. It's only four seconds long, but listen closely to what this reporter had to say after Mnuchin and uh, uh, Pompeo walked their silly asses out of the briefing room. God almighty. <laughs> I don't know if you caught it. He said, God almighty, that was a shit show. So, uh, one more time. God almighty. <laughs> I mean, the voice of America right there. So, you know, I appreciate the guy laughing when he was saying that, but he, he should have kept it down a little bit. So, did you did you hear that, Rain? The the uh, what, did you see the article on that? No, I didn't see the article. This is the first time <laughs> I'm hearing it, and yeah. I I got to tell you, I agree. Yeah. That presser was a shit show. 
Oh, yeah. So it was. Yeah. So one, one more. Go ahead, Rain. Nobody's even focusing on the fact that there was a presidential executive order about, you know, terrorists, which wasn't a terrible thing. No, but it Trump wasn't. Always makes things worse for Trump. It wasn't, but it was. You know, I mean, the that you know the EO executive order that that was that was kind of just like chest pu- chest puffing. It, it was. It really wasn't anything to write home about. Right. You know, I, I you know uh, they they talked about it and they didn't have any details to offer when they were talking about. It. They were just like. No. Oh, this is significant. This is the most any president's ever done ever. Well, yeah, we've heard that before. We've heard that before, and you're full of shit. So, go ahead. I got nothing. All right, all right. Let's just do parting shots then. Um, uh, Rain, w- w- would you like to give your parting shot um, for just this overall bit of bits of nonsense we've been dealing with? No, no, I really have nothing. Well, just give some uh, nice, nice words of encouragement to our listeners. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow, the House of Representatives starts the impeachment inquiry. Kind of appropriate since it's the anniversary. So it's it's starting to happen tomorrow. That's that's what I got. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh no! I just meant as li- our listeners and friends, and you know, just you know, nice. We love you. Peace out. Rock and roll. Well, you know, me. I love you y'all. Know. Yeah. I love everybody. Peace out. I do. I love you all. And I just tomorrow is going to be a big day. Tomorrow's Wednesday, and God damn it, Kenny. That's my parting shot. All right, Joe. Impeachment. Excellent. All right, yes. Joe. Go for it. Well, <clears throat> sometimes um, the jokes write themselves, right? Mostly and, uh, nowadays. That was that was the case when Ivanka Trump announced she was going to make a trip to Alabama. Oh, God. Um, okay. And uh, let me just read some of the Twitter responses. <laughs> um, she said, she tweeted, I, I look forward to visiting Alabama Tuesday, which we know she doesn't, right? Oh, and no. uh, Greg at Greg Sugar on Twitter said, even with the hurricane. Huh. And Frank yeah. Figluzzi, you, you know Frank Figluzzi. Yes. He tweeted, "Will you be survey, surveying the hurricane damage there?" Oof. And uh, Chocolate Harvey Milk <laughs> <laughs> tweeted, "God damn it! That name is awesome. It's super awesome." Cheated, cheated, cheated tweeted, tweeted, Hurricane Ivanka is a bigger disaster and Brian Butler wrote into the eye of the storm seriously though this leeching fraud is definitely not looking forward to visiting Alabama on Tuesday oh no Angela Belcamio tweeted please do not please do survey the hurricane destruction and don't forget the paper towels Oof. did Oof. she did she go today yeah, and 
let's see. Mark Childress, he tweeted, why doesn't he just draw you in, in with the Sharpie? Then you don't even have to go. <laughs> see? Yeah. Oh, see? God. See? Photographic evidence. And, that's right. And then finally, uh, Billy D. Resist 45, never again is right now. That's his <laughs> Mr. Twitter. Uh, wear something nice. And in the picture, he puts that uh, dress. pond lily dress she was wearing. Well, my idea, so, yeah, my idea was she should go visit the Everglades and wear the lily pad dress and just wade <laughs> in to see if the oh, alligators somebody, are okay. Did you see? Did you see the Photoshop somebody did of her in that dress? I saw a few of them standing in the lily the lily pond. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, it it was epic. It was something I wish I did. <laughs> Oh, the better photoshops really were all of the... Uh, sorry, I'm ripping paper here. Um, the better uh, photoshops were all of the, the Sharpie ones were, um, you know, somebody did one with, like, Sharpie abs drawn on Trump over his white polo oh, yeah, shirt. Yes. And, yeah, you know, or they, they wrote with a Sharpie, Alabahamas on the... <laughs> so... My favorite was that he got a new dog called a Sharpay. Ah, yes. There you go. So, yes. Yeah, there was lots of good ones. But anyway, all right, we got to wrap this show up right now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Happy belated birthday to Dad. Again, happy anniversary to you, Joe uh, and Barb. And, of course, uh, my friends Tom and Carol. I'll see you guys on Saturday. And, of course, Theo and Leah and Sandy and Hugh. Um, I hope everybody has a great week. And check out all the other fine programs that we have here. Tonight, uh, we have uh, the Tim Carmel Show, 10, 15 p.m. Eastern. Brand new clown car. You gotta love that. And, of course, uh, every Friday, we're gonna be on, I think, episode four this week. Have we Are we hitting four episodes now of the um, uh, Lunatic Parade, Kurt and uh, Trent's uh, podcast, which is very exciting. Did I say it? Is it Trent or is it Brent? Oh, God, I'm horrible at this. Horrible at names. I'm sorry if I screwed up. To um, Brent. Uh, Trent. No, it's Trent. I got it right the first time. Uh, so anyway, and of course, you know, uh, we'll be back on Friday, and then you'll want to be sure to want to listen to Mike Check Radio. I was off. I got no sleep on Saturday. So I uh, I slept most of the day on Sunday and bailed on Mike Check Radio, but I'm sure Adam, Miles, and Michelle had a great time. But I'll return next week. So anyway, everybody have a great um, great time this week. Uh, take care of one another. Uh, be kind if you can, but if there is a, if it's a Trump cultist, just, just avoid them. Just avoid them. Do the best you can. All right, we'll see everybody on Friday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll, God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. In this fucking drama, Palin show shows up, and now we got a shit show. You betcha!